Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the coach. Know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it, soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage. I crank up the focus to get it amplified. Feel it in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry. Designed to recline and sip the ghetto. Plotting on the. We'll do it live! That is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is. Wednesday, September 12th, 2018, I am your host, Travis Bryant, and um, there's a good chance I'm flying solo dolo today. Uh, Cam's got important uh, adult stuff to handle, and um, so if he can make it, I think he's going to try, but he made no promises. Uh, so, so, uh, So, yeah, so it might just be me round of applause. Uh, so yeah, I'm Travis Bryant. Uh, Cameron Hawkins may or may not join us. We will see. Again, it's the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It's Wednesday. It's the 12th of September. It's 2018. Uh, let me go ahead and give out pertinent information before, before uh, we start taking calls and doing headlines and poll results. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this here show. There are two ways to go about that. Uh, you can talk to us, talk to me live, in person, one-on-one, or one-on-two, a little DP action, if you will. <laughs> Why did I? Uh, <laughs> call us on the Constellation Lines. Get in line, 347-202-0103. That is the way to talk to us Live. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard is not live. So if you have something to say and only your voice, only your tone uh, can get that across, uh, hit up our uh, voicemail. You've got three minutes to get your point across. You've got questions, comments. You've got a rant in you. You just want to heap praise among the uh, hit the voicemail line, 415-787-5229. Once again, voicemail, 415-787-5229. And uh, you can always go old school and find hit up email tip, show at gmail.com. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Hit us up anytime during the week. During the show, once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Looks like we've got uh, two non-VIPs and a VIP. So get your emails in. Oh, see, that's this new. Oh, no, there it is. 
So where's the spam folder then? So what? If you guys noticed, Gmail went like uh, went and like just revamped their uh, gave a new skin. It's pretty minor, just like a little coat of fresh coat of paint. And I usually don't like when like my Yahoo like nope classic stop trying to force me to get the new the new inbox. Um, and I thought, oh hey, look at this. Gmail looks fine. And that was like two weeks ago. Now I'm realizing it's I, it's not an easy way to get to my spam folder. Like it should just be right there. Oh wait, maybe no, nope, nope, unselect. Uh, so we'll deal with that again. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Find us on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And, uh, and the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And shout out to my pal Scott, member of the well, <laughs> Drive on Mac. Drive on Mac might not be anymore. I don't know if that's too inside. If that's if like I'm, I'm gonna get an email from the rock band uh, um, uh, 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 union or something like, hey, that's that's not public. Uh, but I happen to know the guitarist in the band, the drummer Scott, like the page. <laughs> but Scott's a great guy, and it was not his fault the band broke up. Scott's awesome, so appreciate that, Scott. Uh, so yeah, so share the page on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Spread the uh, spread the word that way. That's how these things grow. And let me do a little sleuthing. Okay. And and a quick reminder for those in you, those of you guys uh, on you know air. Um, and I say this because five one ten just jumped on, and that looks like a new number. Don't know what 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 that is, who that is. Uh, so press one on your keypad if you want to just put your hand up and indicate yes I do be bought uh, brought on air so yeah so headlines poll results what we got Trav alright let's see uh, Cam did a poll a couple of polls and I think they all involve Hell in a Cell which is this weekend which I've you know, until they start, it's like a good thing. Hey, good thing y'all promoted that. Y'all saying it because, uh, yeah, I don't know what I was planning to do Sunday, probably watch football or something. But um, there is a paper, a pay per view. So, first poll: Which singles match at Hell in a Cell are you most excited for? And there were four choices that you could vote for in the poll. And you could like um, for Orton versus Hardy, which got three likes. So, you know, out of, you know, well over 100 votes, uh, <laughs> three people went out of their way. And, and, and maybe people didn't, one, two, or all three of those folks just liked the post because that's what you do. Uh, so, winning the poll, I'll do the opposite of Cam. He usually goes up 
the other way. But winning the poll was Joe versus Styles for the WWE Championship at 47%. So in the poll, that gave you four hard options, uh, five overall. Almost half of the voters said uh, AJ versus, uh, versus Samoa Joe, which I did not. I voted for the number two match that came in uh, percentage-wise in the poll at 33%, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. And that's the match I'm personally most excited for. I'm excited for Joe and AJ, of course. How could you not be as a pro wrestling fan? But Becky versus Charlotte, this could be uh, this could be this could be something special. And coming in third at twenty percent is Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. That that got twenty percent. And Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss came in last, last probably under assuming maybe tied. How we're going to tally up these three likes, <clears throat> even if you gave them all to um, all to uh, to Jeff Hardy versus Orton, I think it still I think it may be tied. I think three three people is about one percent of how many votes came in. So sheesh, and there's two minutes left in the poll, so or maybe it's over. Maybe I haven't refreshed. All right, poll number two. Which tag match are you most excited for? So the first, yeah, was which singles match? Which tag match are you most excited for? Uh, winning that poll was the SmackDown Tag Championship match. Um, and it's New Day, who are the champions, versus I do not know. I'm watching SmackDown now. I've been watching it for the last 40 minutes or so. Um but I don't think they booked that match tonight, last night. I should have, should know, but I don't. And coming in second, out of three options was Brian and Bree versus Miz and Maurice. And that had 38%. The first one, the SmackDown tag title match, had 48%. And Raw, the Raw tag title match, which I voted for, um, came in last at 22%. And... I probably, but I mean, I voted for that one because it's she, it's you know, Seth and Rome, uh, Seth and Dean versus Ziggler and McIntyre, and that's going to be awesome, or or it has the potential to be awesome, right? Like, duh. And and just not remembering or knowing who the hell is even in the tag SmackDown, that, like that's oh, that's terrible. Who is who are New Day facing? Not the Usos. I saw them lose on TV recently. Is it the Bludgeon Brothers, I guess? Who wants to see that? Somebody tell me, please. Please. Uh, In the third poll, two options. Are the pay-per-views named after matches or after match types? Specifically, Hell in a Cell, TLC, Extreme Rules. Is that a good idea, or should less of those matches ha- or I'm sorry, or should those matches happen when the story fits? So let me uh, get through that without fumbling. Are the pay-per-views named after matches, a- after match types? God damn it. Hell in a Cell, TLC, Extreme Rules. 
are they a good idea or uh, matches happen when the story fits like organically in this yeah and overwhelmingly 93% the story should fit and that's what I voted for I wonder who this 7% that just wants to see cool uh, I wonder who these random people are the, or they're not, not random these 7% that want oh no that want to see random pay-per-views scattered through the year named after match types and just hey it's May so we get um we get uh you know extreme rules it's 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 false hell in the cells here like mm. and they pull back there is no more elimination chamber pay-per-view of these four Hell in a Cell matches, which one did you like best? So historically, not you know, for the upcoming pay-per-view. Uh, winning the poll, 60% was Undertaker, HBK, 97. So the original Hell in a Cell match flew away. And coming in second was when I voted for Cactus Jack versus Triple H in 2000. And uh, coming in way in third, Cena Punk Del Rio from 2011 and coming in way in oh that was 8% and coming in way in fourth with 4% was Rollins and Owens from two years ago 2016 yeah it's just one of those things is when you get hundreds of people voting it's like yep they're going to remember the ones from 97 and 2000 that that's that's as burned in uh, 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 wrestling fans the wrestling memory, the wrestling collective memory as anything can be. The origins of Hell in a Cell, the three anchors of Hell in a Cell, that Undertaker HBK in 97, uh, Cactus Jack Triple H 2000, and 98 with Hell, uh, Foley and, 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 and Undertaker. Good. Arguably the most. And he didn't, and, he, and, he, and, he, and Cam did not, uh, obviously did not include that one. I think that was strategic. Um, you want to give <laughs> all kinds of eras a shine. And, of course, that's just going to open up for people to I like this one from 03 or this one from, you know, 2012. It's, that's not the question. So <laughs> thanks for everybody uh, that participated in the poll. Did I have a question from the – Oh, who's in the SmackDown tag match? Nobody got back to me. Maybe somebody did on Twitter. Who's that? Rusev Day. That is right. And I knew that. Like, I saw when that when they won, when uh, Rusev and uh, English won their match. I saw that. <laughs> Man. Thanks, Darrell. So, thanks for the, uh, for the participation in the polls, everybody that did. Uh, headline, I guess, would have to be, you know, Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell weekend. Um, I wish there was an NXT event, but also I understand, and that's going to make the one in November, you know, better because you had, we didn't get one since August. So, uh, you know, we get NXT tonight, and I just wish they were coming. It, it's it's just better. The WWE, pay, the main roster pay-per-views, seem to uh seem to uh they try to they they have to live up to what they saw the night before and they try i think very hard 
with with obviously with what they're given. But the matches are have been really good takeover weekend or, or you know big weekends uh, the last few. So so yeah, I mean Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell. Uh, I don't have a a ton of pre- predictions. Um, we can do that later in the show. Um, but there doesn't seem with, I don't know if it's a, because Brock's gone. I don't want to give him that much power because he, you know, he lost that juice a long time ago, but there doesn't with two big matches with two title matches, you know, universal, uh, championship. Um, I don't know something about this pay-per-view that doesn't seem, and maybe it goes back to Cam's poll, you know, the first one about, the, or one of those ones of the, uh, or the last one I think it was, with the with the scattered through shows with the named after match types. It'd be it'd be great, and I don't know if I want to see Jeff Hardy and Orton in Hell in a Cell. Like, that's another thing I think we should, we we should we should talk about. Like, are there going to be how many Hell in a Cell matches? Are there actual under the Hell in a Cell structure? Like three, right? Strowman Reigns, um, Orton Hardy. Okay, they're doing the rundown on SmackDown. So, yeah, there's because if there's two, there's obviously precedent for that, especially if they open the show and end the show. We've done that for you know since. 2011, since they you know, had the world title and Edge was the SmackDown champion and shit. So, but if they have like three and four Hell in a Cell matches, we're getting into if this was TNA in 05 or WCW in 98, we'd all be, and not all, but, you know, people would be like rightfully so, like this is, this is a stupid move. Maybe let's say WCW in, in 2000. This is a stupid move. They don't know what they're doing. They're, you know, it's over. It's overkill. It's oversaturated. It, you know, you can't do that to the match. To, that third Hell in a Cell match of the night suffers mightily. Um, so I could be wrong. Maybe it's just the two. Maybe it's just Orton and 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 Jeff and Braun and and Roman. Um, I thought they might have, they were trying to do something, and but I know Rusev Day isn't. Yeah, okay, only only the two. All right. The fact that that's not clear, but I might be because I don't even remember what matches or what. Maybe I'm not the one to complain. But the fact that that's not clear. Well, wait, even on his, I did his uh, post Raw uh, show Monday night, and he's like, what his his complaint or or or. Criticism was more along the lines of, of um, what's what matches win? When is Undertaker facing Triple H? Is that in the Hell in a Cell? Is Mick Foley the special guest for that? Special guest referee for that match? What's uh, what's going on? And I and I think the fact that it seems like more matches are in the Hell in a Cell that are. I don't know if that's what they're going for, or if that's just my dumbass not paying attention. And and and, and uh, uh, combined with the graphics, the Hell in a Cell logo, and the fact that the baby's named that, and I'm just not paying super super close attention. 
and I probably should and apologize to everyone. <laughs> but okay. So yeah, so so Hell in a Cell is the big headline. Um I wouldn't even have minded if Becky and Charlotte was in Hell in a Cell. Like, why the hell not? But but understand but again that would like hey you just said three minutes ago. <laughs> oh my god, Mandy Jeez That's not fair. That is so Come on. That's that is <laughs> what a sight. Hmm. If I was man if I was Sonya Deville, I would try to butch it up more. Right? Like something. I don't know. I you know, I'm not I don't know what that would be, what that would be. But uh come on, like eh. it's like if I'm just yeah, walking next to some you know, uh, like I'm a handsome guy, I've done well for myself, you know, in my thirty eight years of life. Um with uh with with the opposite sex, but and with the same even. I've gotten some looks and some uh some cat calls. Um but if I'm just yeah, next to some just Adonis, just perfect how, how? I'd have to switch it up. I had to do something different. I'm I am a grunge. I'm going for the punk look. This is my mohawk. <laughs> I'm the, uh okay. Let's uh let's let's start the show proper and talk to some folks, interact with some folks. Again, hit us up, Constellation Line, 347-202-0103. And if you wanted to get uh, get on air and talk to me, hit one on your keypad. Let me know. Raise your hand. But let's start things off with one of these non-VIP emails. And we're going to start with Jabron in Vegas. And uh, he, he says, uh, two questions for you this week. How much influence do you believe the other two members of the Shield will have in Roman's match? Um, so if the, will they interfere or come to ringside or anything? Um, obviously, I think this is going to be the main event. Joe and AJ in a non-Hell in the Cell match and just a normal singles match in the show over Braun in a, in a Hell in the Cell. So this ends the show. I assume, you know, they're, they're baby faces and, and Braun and those guys are, are the heels. So I assume, and, and Braun's whole gimmick, whole thing leading up to this is you know, nobody can get in, nobody can get out. You know, he's been selling it like he should, uh, a Hell in the Cell match. Ziggler and and McIntyre come down and try to do something. I don't even think it depends. I don't even think uh, who wins the title match, the tag title match earlier in the night determines that. I think as long as everybody's able to walk, you know, like run to the ring and fight and throw hands, you know, they 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 would come out and, and uh, even things up and you know counter their. McIntyre and Ziggler shenanigans. 
So, I mean, I think you're asking, are they going to interfere? And I think, I think McIntyre and Ziggler will. So, which I think will trigger the Shield to come out, or the other guys, you know, Dean and, and Seth to come out. So they'll influence it. However, they, you know, at that point, can, you know, can. So how it'll go? How it's booked? Give her on. <laughs> uh, if y'all had to rate uh, this pay per view on Sunday, just off the matches that we uh, that we. Just off the matches that we have, uh, what would you rate it without seeing any of the matches? I mean, it looks like a decent car when I can remember who's in you know, what match. And the fact that it's only two Hell in the Cells makes me, makes me feel better. Um, but I definitely give it a, a thumbs up card. You know, Shinsuke's not on it defending the U.S. title. That's, uh, I'd like to see him wrestle. Uh, we got a decent, it was an okay match with Jeff Hardy. The thing I took from that match that opened SmackDown last night was that crowd did not care much for Jeff Hardy. I mean, they paid lip service, like at the, at the times when they were supposed to, you know, the hope spots and, but there was, you know, he's getting, he's in the lock, he's getting worn down and, He's doing the thing where he's he's like trying to clap, you know, and he's beat down. And he's taking all this effort to try to clap and get the uh, and get the crowd behind him, and he claps about five or six times as he's getting to his feet. So in a normal situation, the crowd at like the first or second one would have realized, and the last four claps would have would have been him. Uh, uh, it would have been like, oh look, he's and the and, and Phillips, Tom Phillips even sold her. Maybe it was uh, Saxon. It was like, oh, he's feeding off the, uh, you know, his unique uh, relationship with the WWE Universe. And I was like, there's like three people clapping along with him in this big ass. Oh, and during his promo to open the show, okay, there was some obnoxious kid, like, just saying, like, yeah, man, man, man. You know, you can hear him, and he's probably close to a camera. But, geez, Louise, like, the fact that he was – coming across so clear and singular, like it was just him or her just yelling, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like, shut up, Jeff, uh, kid, we're trying to hear Jeff Hardy, not you. So it just uh, wasn't a great night for, for Jeff Hardy, uh, fan reaction-wise. Oh, that spot was horrible. Charlotte and Sonya Deville did, Charlotte did a moonsault, Sonya Flair, or Sonya Deville sort of got her knees up, and Charlotte Flair sort of like, oh, my ribs went into your knees. Really, not good. Um, okay, so yeah, that was it from from Jabron. Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening to the show. Appreciate you, Jabron. Appreciate you taking the time to send that email. Okay. <laughs> This is I'm about to hit my high high Davis. I am baffled. This is beyond me. Uh the queue is like filled with people. Okay, one of them's mine, granted. I'm like, just in case now, Mr. Emergency have the <laughs> landline open ready to jump in in case, you know, but I'm not on Skype. I'm not using that bullshit in conjunction with blog talk anymore, so 
Um, I think we're good there. But just in case. But the queue is full. And I know Cam's just listening. He's doing other things. Like I said, he's <laughs> adulting. But the queue is full of folks, and ain't nobody got their hand up. Well, Darrell does, but, you know. Damn. All right, y'all. Fine. I didn't want to talk to y'all anyway. But, it, but y'all there, so that's the important part. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, okay, 845, I see. see. See, this will be the time for 845 to step up, like, you know what? You know what? I've gotten so much from these guys, so much content, so much entertainment, so much, so many chuckles, so much insight. <laughs> you know, my man's out flailing, solo doloing it up. Oh, oh, Charlotte's about to do the thing. I saw the uh, fan cam of her getting. Uh... That was still, even though obviously it's a it's a plan. It's still. How how they uh how they did it. The little girl really thought like, oh my god, who's that? And then Becky Lynch takes her <laughs> takes the wig off, and uh, then the little girl like, oh, because like when you watch the fan cam version, it's like a close up of her face of the little girl that's with them. So it's like, did they, you know, smarten her up? Like, cause she was really good if they did. You know, because she's like, oh, my God, soon she took the wig off. Like, I didn't recognize that was Becky Lynch with the dark hair. Uh, damn. She whooping that ass. Damn. See, see, Becky's not even really a Because if she was a real hit, let me, I mean, I don't want to talk speak too soon. At least she's backing up. God damn, Becky looks great. So she, she's backing up. She put the disarm her on her for, you know, three seconds? The refs didn't even have to, like, peel her off or, or any of that. So I'm, I'm st- Becky's still the baby face that I've loved for the last, you know, two or three years. Uh, I'm not going to let anything change that. I'm not going to let shoddy booking. Not even, I mean, I'm not even going to complain about the booking. I'm just, you know, they've done, they haven't done anything, like I said, to make me, to convince me Becky's a heel. She spared her. She tore her arm out the socket. Nobody was on her. Nobody was telling her to let go. Anyway. Let's, uh, Talk to somebody. Um, oh, uh, Boris. Boris will save the day. Boris, what's on your mind? What up? Hey, let's talk about a real hill. Someone Joe. Who's and that? It's story time. Someone Joe and it's story time. Someone what, Joe? Yeah. No, that's on right now. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll wait. We'll no, wait. no, 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 no. It's great <laughs> because the, the animation is fire. And... Yeah. It's very well done. I mean, I, I as when they, they just show you when W really focused and they really into something, look how great it is. I mean, I don't know who's scripting it. I don't know if they on their own or whatever, but it, it's burning. Come on. You, you know, know what I'm saying? 
And like I said, with Baker Lynch, I have no reason to hate her. I'm, I'd None. rather for Charlotte to be the heel. I'd rather for Charlotte to be here because you could you just spill it in her bones. You know what I'm saying? She she feels she's entitled to that title no matter who has it. And I think she can show that, but they they, they don't look at it like that. I want to be her just like a daddy. I mean, she got all the tools. No, definitely, and I, and I think, and I think they're doing themselves a disservice by yeah. you know by forcing it. But again, unless this is something that the 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 talent involved, damn, who busted Samoa Joe up like that? Um, but unless the talent involved directly are like pushing, like no, we want to do this, we can make this work. Then my issues with them, then or then our our, our issue is with them. Uh, but we have no reason to. That hasn't been reported. I haven't heard that anywhere. Not that that would get out, but you would think it might. Um, so I think they're just doing what they're. You know, WWE just wants to tell this story, and I just think they're determined to have Charlotte, this six foot, you know, blonde, you know, blonde goddess. I think they're determined to have her be the heel when they don't understand that, that that's that's what makes her, you know, when you're just this perfect, you know, species and, you know, literally like she's even gotten like her teeth and, and uh, 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 just show exactly how just perfect and clean cut and, 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 and sculpted um, her entire you know, body, persona, wrestling ability is. And that's, uh, and I'm not saying that those traits in and of themselves, oh, shit, he got him with the family at the end. Damn, Joe. <laughs> with the title. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah, I mean, that is so brilliant. It's just, you, you're scum. How you going to put you, you with his wife and family? You're, you're scum. Oh, Wendy. I mean, I mean, you can't get no better than this. I mean, I just thought about this whole few even from when he was in TMA and, and all this. Just this, this, this carry on when you allow these guys to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just brilliant. I look forward to just certain segments now because I know it's going to be great. And it's sad that, you know, how SmackDown used to be, you know, it was, it was a bunch of segments that was great. Now you pick and choose now. You look forward to something. But then it's in the background. I mean, I'm waiting on the, the thing with Dane Bryan and his his, his wife. Wait, always, are you saying his, SmackDown's not good? What, 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 what? Yeah, it's good, but it's like I'm, it's like a, it's like we're waiting on the real, the real match. I'm I'm ready. I want you to get over this thing with the, the Bellas, with Danny Bryan, so he can get onto a better match than the team well, with his wife. Okay, you know I mean, sure, but let's not act like uh, we didn't just get Miz versus Bryan. Yeah, like I know. A month ago. I, I gotta wait on the rest of. It. I gotta wait on the rest of it. I understand. I'm trying to be patient. It's more yeah, let them tell the story. Know, like I said, that's why I said these these placeholders matches. I just have to. Let them be. You know, fine because I, I, if they I did the, if I, they did if they did the Shinsuke and AJ thing and gave us 
six, you know, you know, Miz and Miz and Brian every week for the last, you know, or twice in the last four or five weeks, we'd be like, oh, they should have saved it for when it mattered or on pay-per-view when it could have made them some money. Now that they're stretching things out and telling a telling a decent paced story, you can't be like, oh, come on, I don't want to be, uh, I want to binge everything because that's the culture now. I'm like, starting to see gotta, Brie kill herself. I just want to, I don't want to see Brie kill herself watching these, watching her moves. Is that what happens? Because the match is about to, uh, <laughs> oh, or they just God, did a little backstage promo. Holy Damn, fuck. No, I mean, I think the prior, I think it was the prior um, match. No, no, it's not. The, no, she. I don't know if she did anything wrong in this match. But up to my prior when she died through and nobody was there, you know, she had two two watches in one match. So, and like I said, I I just don't want to see her hurt herself because I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the boxing. Well, uh, yeah, I don't want to see her hurt herself either, but I haven't, I haven't noticed probably because I haven't paid a ton of attention to, you know, three Bella matches <laughs> or any of the Bella stuff since they've been. We got the uh, May Young Classic going. I've been watching that, which is, you know, it's pretty good. I mean, we got some, we get to see some women that we never seen before. And it's some, it's some, you know, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm looking toward for it to end in this, to this. But with evolution around the corner, it's not selling out. Did you? I, I don't know if we should have expected this to, to you know, do record sales, or is this just what it's supposed to be? That's my question. With evolution, I didn't hear. I, I didn't hear you because I'm looking at. Did they say it's not selling I'm, out. Okay, I'm sorry. Because I'm looking at Kofi and the blonde wig do his. Uh, <laughs> Reporter thing, and I'm I'm just how many like how many white people do you think? And I hate to put it this way, but just were like, now if that was a white guy in 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 an Afro doing a stereotypical black voice, that would be racist. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> like that is correct. Yep. And leave it all the way at that. Oh, ain't no goddamn double standard. <laughs> double standard. Oh, man. I, 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 how you liking uh, the new Carmella that's hanging out with R2? Well, has that, oh, wait a minute. Did that continue? Because I haven't seen him this week yet. It's still, you know, well, in the middle of this. Well, when you get to that part, tell me what you think about Carmela and R2 Because you know He already pronounced that He wanted her to help him right You know in his own way To get the main event So I guess in director We're going to get the pairing of R2 and Carmela on Smackdown Because what is that What is the that thing on Facebook they got going Is there a team on, uh, the, on that show Miss on Miss Are they, so are they a team I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just because they just they put Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss back together. That's the only right. thing I really know. No, I think the only two I teams that were, well, the two teams that were put back were Strowman and wait, Strowman and Bliss. 
Yeah. Sure, yeah. Strowman, and... Bliss, and, and, and uh, Asuka and Miz. No, and no, 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 no. They, they keep they put out from my own. Wait, they keep here's is the Usos, Naomi and, and and her guy. Yeah. Why do they keep teasing like they're gonna have sex? Because they keep saying they're gonna go all the way. You know, they keep throwing these undertones of like they're really gonna do something. I, I, okay, we know there was something there, you know, whatever last time, but they keep going back to it with these two guys. These two, yeah. You know. And we're going all the way. Right. You never heard of a double entendre? It means two things. Yeah, I know. They just love doing that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm, I, you know, if you're Buddy Murphy, I don't know if you're, if, if he's happy, but, you know. <laughs> but, you know, other than that. I mean, it either. That's a pretty big guy. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing to do yeah, about it. What that's you think a pretty about big check. Carmella. Shit. Tell me what you think about uh, the new Carmel's new look when, you, when they get to that part. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hey, nothing. Look, Mandy Rose already came out, and I hate to be like the one because I'm a, I'm typically the guy that's not not just to be contrarian, but because I don't typically go with you know most trends, especially like. You know, beauty style. Like, I got different standards of what I think is hot. And, you know, everybody falls over their goddamn feet about about Mandy Rose. And, and everybody is right to because, my Lord. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, here's Lana now. I mean, nothing is going – nobody on this show is going to, like – like, everybody should just – I'd just be like, I don't want her on my show. I'd sabotage her if I was – <laughs> the one I mm-hmm. Too much. Mm-hmm. She's like a she's like a singularity. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, maybe. Oh, you know what? <laughs> because she's in the position she's in and doesn't get well, she gets TV time, but in the most uh, obscure, uh, you know, obscure way. Uh, JoJo. Like, JoJo can stand next to Mandy Rose, and I would have to, like, uh, uh, um, like, there's, like, a real, like, oh, sh- ooh, ah, what do we do? <laughs> in the in the most basic, you know, their objects of my, of, you know, I could choose to have them, and, <laughs> you know, so, yes, guilty. we're being big. Just, just uh, flat out guilty. I think anybody else on the roster... Maybe Zelina Vega is a runner-up, but you know she's so tiny. <laughs> JoJo little too, but goddamn, she's dead. But anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just tell me what you think about um, Carmel's new look. I mean, all right. When I, when I, up, when you can tell. Up. You can tell. When she pops up, I'll, uh, you know, I'll certainly give my opinion. So, thanks for calling, Boris. Giving us some of your time. You can also, yourself, get in line. 347-202-0103. That is how you contact us. Make sure you press 1 on your keypad. Let's keep things moving. And talk to 337 337, who's this? What up? 
That that's Brad from Louisiana. How's it going, man? What up, Brad? Oh, nothing much, man. How is everything going on y'all end? Doing all right. It's uh, it's just me actually uh, flying solo dolo. Uh, I saw you and and that family of yours, uh, the pictures. I was like, oh, hey, I, thank just you. Just the other thank day, I was like, damn, there's Brad. I was like, I ain't talked to Brad in a while, and boom, here you are. It's, I was on last week. I just I was just listening in. Okay. Uh, my my kids was making a lot of noise, so like it's funny. Like whenever I first got on, you were uh, saying, you know, you got a bunch of people on, and you you know. <laughs> And I was like, man, I want to hit one right now, but man, these kids is like cutting up. So I'm like trying to get them settled in, and then they just yeah. turned up even more. And so I was like, oh my god, what, what, what did y'all drink? I said, Mama played, and Mama, uh, Mama must have gave them some sugar and then bounced. <laughs> she gonna set that time bomb off, yeah. uh, set the timer, and then then lead a bomb with you. Oh, she's she's done it before too, so I'm about to hit her with it too. So it's all good. I work tomorrow night, so I'm gonna get her. Yeah. <laughs> before you leave, yeah, like, hey, yeah. like hey y'all, like hey y'all, here goes some Snickers minis. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all go. Oh, that's perfect too. That's perfect. I'm a uh, brush. You gonna call me? Oh my god, if you don't come get your kids. Like hey baby, uh, you I'm know. A- Shift manager, uh, you right know, now, I got, I yeah, I got, yeah, I got these responsibilities. That's <laughs> for you. Be like, I don't want to hear that shit. Nah, nah, that's not. So, like, when we were trying to take that picture, we were trying to get everybody to smile, but like everybody, like she wasn't was having it. Um, none of them was having it. So my little girl, she was just like, yeah, she wasn't you taking the picture or no? <laughs> that was the look she had on her face. Like. She got, she got, so what happened was she was trying to get the kids focused and they just wasn't getting it. So, like, my land, my, my little, my one that was uh, standing up next to me was just acting goofy. So, after that, like, she was like, all right, I give up. And then, like, they snapped the picture and I go, ooh, this is even better than what we were trying to get. We were trying to get something phony, you know? And I was like, this is more, so, this is more us. Well, what hits me after, you know, seeing that picture is like, because when you, when you first started calling, like, wasn't, your baby, like a baby, baby. Like she was like, yeah, six she months. was a baby, baby. Yeah, baby even younger. She, yeah, because uh, we uh, we named the rain. Yeah. And uh, um, and uh, the 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 thing was um, so at, watching wrestling, cherished favorite wrestlers were Dean and Roman. And so I've always liked the Roman's name, and I remember asking uh. There's one of the questions I was supposed to have been asked y'all a while back, like, do y'all like how important is that that character name to like like to the actual career of the character? Because I feel like the name Dolph Ziggler is like after a while it, it starts to sound right, but the moment well, I heard it Roman Dean's Yeah, the moment I heard the name changes for Roman yeah, oh, it took a long time. Like it, like it took me, it took me about like three years before I was like, okay, regular yeah. sounds normal now. Mm-hmm. But the name changes from Tyler Black to Seth Rollins, John Moxley to Dean Ambrose, Leonte to Sammy Zayn. Like, that did that, you ever I, think that, that was going to sound like, normal? It sounded, it sounded, but it sounded so mid card. But I liked the name, but it just sounded like, and I mean like. 
lower mid car, and then I actually got to see him like, like them left lease with him in uh, NXT, and I was like, okay, well, this is sick, you know. You sound muffled, Brad. The man, it took a while to get out I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Am I good now? No. I mean, I can hear you, but you don't sound as good as you did like the first few minutes. I blame I blame it on the uh, on the government go. and the internet. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, yeah, but Sam Sam is my dog is my dog. But like that's how we ended up with the name uh, for Rain because I we we wanted to go with we, if it would have been a ball we was gonna go with Roman if it was a girl we went with Rain. So oh my god, big evil right now. <laughs> The big Baby bad on that's what she is. The big bad on the the, pre, the past just this past uh, season of Supergirl season three, she was Rain. Her name was Rain. So. Mhm. Supergirl was way better than I thought it was gonna be. My little sister made me watch it. Supergirl was great. I just finally watched like the last eight episodes. I got super backed up since like March, January, March or whatever, and. Uh, just, just really, really good. I don't. I and I did the same with Flash because I hadn't seen those, and I didn't understand the complaints. I, just, I still don't understand why people were like, oh, "Flash season four. People were like, really didn't like the elongated man. They didn't like uh, all the stuff, uh, all the airtime he got. Not as not well, as gimmick with, with, but, with that, the, but the him, only like, thing oh, that. This is uh, another, Another uh, Ralph episode. Like, so, Ralph's fine. I like him. Well, only thing that, uh, so that particular season, it was one of those, I have to rewatch it season to truly, like, get it. Because it was much better than second watch for me, season four. Oh, oh, you did watch it. Because I remember thinking, yeah, I had to watch it again. And, you know, I was trying to watch them in order. So I was trying to watch, you know, if I watched episode six of Flash. (laughs) Uh, no, but I was talking about, like, if I watched episode six of The Flash, season four, I had to watch episode six of Arrow, seasons. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm similar. I'm, I'm the same way so, with Family Guy and The Simpsons. You know, like, I'm, I'm watching those yes. on Hulu, and it's like, I'll go back and forth and back and forth. Because it's like, that's how I watch them on TV. So that, you know, that's just, you know, the... the Something the Ben's culture hasn't uh, completely wiped out of my uh, computing. I do have a they would have a, I kind of wish they had a, a quick playlist option you can have on Hulu and Netflix. Like, hey, look, let me grab six episodes of this show, five of this one, and just let them run. Don't ask me if I'm done watching until this playlist is done. Mm-hmm. Real quick, because they're on my screen. Do you think, and with all these damn pancakes, do you think New Day, like, how does WWE go about that? Do they have the arena that they're in? Like, because they've got, obviously, uh, uh, foods and kitchens and service and stuff. So do they have them make it, or did you just find some kind of uh, catering service uh, and say, hey, here's 500 bucks, bring us a bunch of pancakes and shit? I've always assumed that they just bought, they got a whole bunch of frozen and like they just because they're super consistent, right? Go. Aren't they consistent? Yeah, like because that's the only they're because they all look the same. Like 
they got to be frozen because we got some small frozen pancakes right now. And my kids, but these are my these little range in particular. These are, you know, big pancakes. Regular size. Yeah, these are, you these know, are fifty cents. High up pancakes coin. from the commercial though, not like from the actual restaurant, like the commercial pancakes. The one that we going to sell. So I, I think the they. Uh, because, you, know. you might be right because. Because they, they have really, and again, who, who's paying a ton of, and pancakes, how different can they look? I mean, if you go to, you know, Akron and say, hey, you go to a diner in Akron and say, make me a bunch of pancakes. And you go to a diner in, you know, Fort Lauderdale and say, make me a bunch of pancakes. That's a good chance they're going to look <laughs> the same and obviously taste relatively similar. So... It's just something, yeah. It's just uh, one of those things when, when, when the current one of the current writers is, you know, not on, uh, you know, when he gets you know, fired from WWE's writing staff, and maybe he does a round of interviews like they sometimes do on the live cast or with Wade or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, will will uh, that's a question you want to ask? Yeah, I'm going to call up and be like, "Yo, how'd the pancake thing work with New Day?" Like just, we gotta just, find we gotta find out which writer. Because listen, but if, if they gotta find got the frozen, if they got frozen pancakes, first, oh my god, Big E's literally got a ball, a mixing bowl and a whisk. But if you if if you're, I mean, if you're that means somebody is like responsible for the frozen pancakes. That's true. Like imagine well, being the guy just or handle or girl in charge of the pancakes and you don't bring the pancakes that week. Like, oh shit! I left them in. The, I left them at the arena in the house show last night at the other, you know, whatever. We were supposed to let like, them thaw out the night before. Yeah, you shit. Right, put the chicken out. I'm gonna be home at six. Take the chicken out oh, at two. Oh, I want to get ran real quick. You, you, you look up. It's five thirty. Oh. You ain't took the chicken out yet. Like, oh shit! <laughs> My brother. My brother made that exact same joke last week, and he goes, bruh, that's why I started cooking, because, like, whenever, because my mom would always tell him to take it out, because he was the youngest that was staying in the house with her, and she was like, well, uh-huh. they all got enough to do, so I'm going to get him to do something simple, and she was like, hey, you grab something, he just kept forgetting, so he just learned how to cook, because he was like, bruh, I would keep forgetting, so, like, one time my mama was fussing at him, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to just throw it down, I'll make quick. and it came out okay. Yeah. I, I, it came out okay, and he just kept working at it. And now, whenever, nice. I'm, whenever I'm hungry, I just hit him up, you know, like, hey, look, I'm hungry. Bring him some canes. I'm sure, you know, like, hey, I'm going to bring a bring a box of some canes his over girl, you. Uh, his, make me some. His girl, his girl is, uh, his uh, fiance is one of my managers, actually. Word. She, uh, but she, uh, they moved to Texas. She got promoted out he there. And, uh, he canged out. He's like, I'm she, good. She bring them shits home every yeah. day. <laughs> they don't even, it's crazy because, like, we don't even eat it that I, I, I personally don't eat it enough because my kids and my girl, they eat it, like, three times a week. And I'm like, bro, I guess Let after 11 can. years, like, I'm kind of I'm kind of full. Right, know? right. Nah, give me all them canes. Yeah, so well, so, yeah, so no, not in Philly, not in Pennsylvania. Hey, I don't understand why there's not one in college, in college at upstate college at Penn State. Like, it's a yeah, giant. We, we, I think that, 
52,000 people on that campus. California, right? They work in California right now. And so uh, I I think we're going to be working our way that way soon. Fingers crossed. You're not in Texas no more? Because I think they're in Columbus, aren't they? Aren't y'all? Y'all in uh, Ohio State. uh, I think think we have two. Because we have like 360 restaurants now, so... Mm-hmm. And it just seems so small in comparison to the thirty thousand McDonald's, you know. Right. Yeah. But still, they got like. But we're. Seventy-five. We have like, years. I think like six. That's true, because we're only uh, we opened in '96, so. So it's a pretty young co- company, and I, I just it just still blows my mind that uh, how fast we're growing at the moment. Yeah. I got an email today, legit. Uh, oh. Actually, uh. to move. Carmella. Actually, need to move to. Damn. That's funny. My next question, my wrestling question, was going to be about Carmella. So she's really like all in with Truth. And Truth got some shorts on. He got a new pep in his step. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if they if they come out with a trap remix for What's Up, I'm uh, Oh my god! I'll lose it. I'll lose it. He already Bro, got. He already. They gonna have. He already. Look, his shape up is on point. His abs are 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 you know poking out. He went. He got some blonde in his dreads because he went bougie. Like he got Carmella with him. Like, hey, <laughs> truth might be. Truth might be. Uh, truth might. They might got plans for truth. It's always like truth. He always did, man. Was, I'm happy that he does. I remember that. I remember the promo truth cut on TNA when they were doing the weekly pro, weekly pay per views in 03, 02, 03, and 04. When he said uh, they did a sit down interview with Truth, and then at the end they did word association, and they were like Vince McMahon. He was like asshole. <laughs> I remember that part. I remember that part. Oh damn. True. <laughs> but I wonder what like what it was that made Vince like I'm willing to bet they had like extended time to like just chat and there was really not much else yeah. to do. But you know the picture of Bill and and backstage laughing that like pretty memeable picture. Oh, you know what? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that was when, bet, look at like, Drew's hair. Look at look at the look at Drew's hair. It's like looking at Booker T's hair and like, oh, that was about it was seven. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> right because you know. He, when he came in, he had to, he just started his locks, and now them shits is down to his ass. Uh, Booker T, you know, almost twenty years, you know, eighteen, sixteen years later, whatever it is. Um, and he still look good too. And truth, it's the, it's the same way. But look at Truth's hair in that picture of him and Vince laughing, and uh, he's got the baby, baby, uh, baby braids. Yeah, them things look like plaits back then. Yeah, he got the plaits, and now they look, you know, his hair's great. Uh, real quick, Meg, let, let me let me let me let me jump back to Flash real quick. Meg, uh, he chimes in. He says he thinks people shit on Flash because of the huge breaks in the season. Uh, when they came back from the break, you kind of had to jog your memory uh, to what was going on, and that was one of the major um, one of the ma- what did I listen to? Because I listened to the Super Tuesday recap, but I listened to their Supergirl recap and so they haven't so I was listening to somebody talk about Flash and 
and they were like, man, I had to really like, maybe it was after buzz TV. I had to really like stop. No, it was after buzz TV. And they said the same thing about Supergirl. So I think it's a, it's the, it's the, it's the structure of how those, uh, of how they spaced those um, episodes out and how they gave legends of, they gave legends like an eight week run while Supergirl was off. You know, from January to March or whatever. Focus on them. Yo, Troop did a Hurricane Rana? What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to assume we did SmackDown last night. Yeah, I'm watching it now for the yeah. So, so, uh, so, so, why you missed it? Because it was in Lafayette, Louisiana. I see how it is, child. Ah, that's a there's a Raven Kings across the street from where they were performing, by the way. And they got hit after that was done. I was, uh, I, I've been playing Mafia 3 for the last, you know, week, I guess. And, like, once you get used to, like, like the, like, the biggest thing is getting over the fact that it's not Grand Theft 5. Like, just... It's not that it's. Oh, and that takes forever know. for any 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 uh game with a vehicle. I always try to drive like a GTA. Yeah. Oh, and the fact that it's from it's a, you know set nineteen sixty eight. There are no handbrakes, and the L one or I'm yeah. sorry R one, which is usually a handbrake, is the fucking gun. Uh, is the automatic weapon uh, joint when you're driving? So I'm trying to take these tight corners, and then. You know, I'm licking shots off at people, getting cops called. Like, shit, shit. That's not, there's no handbrake. And the cars drive like it's 1968. It's no power steering. Everything's super heavy. But, hey, Truth doing these splits. He going, hey, chill. I know he got a pep in his step, but I want to tear a groin on your come, big comeback. Um, but the when you crash, like there isn't a, it's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a big sound, but. Structurally, everything's all good. It's a thud. Car, cars were, you know, made of real material back then. <laughs> you know, not, not yeah, fiberglass and plastic. Uh, freaking, uh, I remember playing um, uh, Super Smash Brothers and they had Ryu on it. And I was trying to play with Ryu like I was playing Street Fighter, but I was playing Super Smash Bros. And I was like... I'm like, why is he not? Why is he not doing the the hado? And they're like, they're like, what? You're playing Smash Bros. I was like, oh my bad. Mm. I was just fucking with my head. So I was like, y'all can't be putting people from other games on here and, and expect me to play with it like like I'm on this game. No, play with Ryu like he on Street Fighter. Put the controls like right for Street Fighter. Damn it, confusing me. I lost that round, and that's the real reason I was upset. So don't tell nobody. <laughs> Man, they beat so, Truth. I don't. Wow. Just, uh, I mean, they protected him in the win, but I'm really interested to see what the, if they really have some plans for Truth and Carmelo, or if it's, this is just hey, give them both something to do. Um, uh, it might be a we need bo- you know we need body together. They put them together for mixed match challenge this time, so. uh so I, I guess they're going to uh, have a little fun with that this round. Uh, but I'm not real big on Carmella. This is the most I've liked her. Yeah. And, uh, I, yep. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there. I mean, it was like, a, first it was off, cool. I don't. 
it was awkward how they got there. Like last week with, with her just last week. Okay. One conversation I'm all in and she's just, you know, coming out to his music and dancing and stuff like, Oh, you're pretty easy to sway, but you know what? You get past like how they got there. It's like, I mean, it's not, it's not bad. Yes, so I'm supposed. Uh, uh, so is she a baby face? I guess. Yeah. Or is she leading? I mean, truth is, yeah. truth on to. Huh. That's an Look, I don't hear because you know, you know, she. she, she I, my my bad. I can't my hear what they're saying. saying. I can't hear what they're saying, but Oscar and Naomi on camera together works. Something about it just works. It just works, like visually, totally. Because again, I, I, I've got the, it's muted, and I've, I'm not really reading the captions. It's hard to follow the conversation. But man, they look like they were enjoying each other's company and had a had a, a, a real rapport. Yeah, it's good to have Oscar back on 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 TV. It felt like I missed the uh, the, the the last few weeks without her, you know. Um, I, I want to talk about Becky, but everybody's been talking about Becky, and I don't have anything different to add other than I yeah. agree with almost what everybody else is saying, so there's no real point in saying that. But as far as looks go, uh, 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 do you think, like, Carmella is hotter than Becky? Um, I mean, in a, in a superficial, easy way. Like, yes, if you were to just show, if you were to just show, like, if you were like, hey, Carmelo, what's your hottest picture? Like, clothes, like, nothing, like, no no skin, like, nothing, a ton of skin or something. But, like, like Carm- oh, like, just take what she was wearing today. Like, hey, and I thought Becky looked really hot in what she had uh, had on today. So, it's, you know, good. Um, it might be easy to go the tall blonde with the, with the curves and it's just. Just visually, like your eyes probably going to be, but it's one of those things like, eh, Becky's probably a lot more fun, probably a lot less obnoxious. Her body's tough. She's probably into the things you're into or more than what a, a Carmella type would be. Um, it's one of those things where you're know, that's what you're into, which I am. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I'd have to go with uh with Becky. I guess because uh, so you said, hold up, which one you picked? I'm sorry. I picked Becky. I think Becky's hotter than Carmelo. Yeah, so uh, I remember um, that's why we were chatting, uh, me and some friends were chatting about who we thought was the word-looking girls of the current roster. And not a single yeah. one of them said Carmella. And, and I was like, and that, that was interesting to me. One, I don't think she's I think she's a good-looking girl. I just don't think she's as great as, like, uh, the, a lot of other people thought. And well, she's got a great figure. Her body looks yes. tremendous. Like, look at that outfit she had on last night. It's like, man, look at those long legs, those curves. You know, she she's got the great white girl body. You know, like, she ain't got no fat ass or nothing, but she got it ass. Like, it's curved. You know, like, I mean, I'm trying to <laughs> not be a complete pig, but... Um, but yeah, but it's just like yeah, she she does have a a a uh a, a Staten Island like sure you're hot 
you're just, you're hot on St- on Staten Island, but once you came into the city, once you got around girls with some melanin and some uh, some some ethnic ethnicity, and, and you know, it's like you're not New York City hot. You're like when you came to the city, but back home you were like the shit in your high school, voted most whatever, popular, you know, prettiest, most blah blah likely. blah. Yeah, yeah. But then you came to the big city and like, oh shit, I gotta compete with Indian women and black women and Puerto Rican chicks and the other white girls that are just flyer than me. So, um, oh, she's very fly. I give uh, Carmela that. I don't know why. I, there I, is mean, I mean, okay, she you. No, I'm saying like she's fly, like the fly and like, like the a direct. hood Staten Island trashy kind of way. Like I'm not getting her to design anything that I want for my woman. Like, hey, could you put, you know, oh, no, like no, so no, everything is just covered in leopard print. <laughs> no, the tacky Staten Island bro. Oh, now, now I want to know if my girl's into leopard print. Because if she says no, I'm getting a fuck ton of fun. Like decorating the room one day. Ooh, bro, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get down with on camera. No, this so, is going to backfire. Uh, oh, so she's <laughs> she going to somehow know it's inspired by Carmella. Oh, so this is you like. <laughs> oh, no, she doesn't. She hates. All right, so I got, like, all right, so I got some Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch goggles and uh, and a shirt and I some armbands. Like, and so she likes Alexa. And so every time we go to the store, if we pass by the toys for the girls, she goes look at the wrestling figures to see if there's an Alexa. There's never an Alexa. And she sees mm. a Becky Lynch one down there, and she took it through it down the hall. Damn, she hater. She's like, she's like, she's like, why they always got this shit here? And I was like, what you hating on Becky for? I'm not hating on her. I'm just mad that they don't have Alexa. But they always got the ones you like. I was like, it's all good. It's all good. So I'm going to have to get her an Alexa Bliss uh, shirt or something so she can calm her ass now. Well, find a figure. I mean, it got to have a, a toy somewhere. Wait, wait, it, 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 like that one in particular, I guess it's running up in the store and getting it. Like, that's how she wanted to get it. Well, because she was looking for this, oh, that one. So if it just come in the mail in Amazon box, you're like, oh, okay, great. But she, because she didn't get it from Kmart. Now it's it's different. Yeah, it's rain or your older kid was like, uh, you know, you're like here, eat these nuggets, and you're like, I want those nuggets. You're like, they're the same, but no, they came off of her plate. <laughs> you'd be like, you're being a child. Oh, that's but, exactly what they do, though. At least Rain does that. that. Like Rain Wilson's rain food, I end up eating rain food, and she ends up eating mine. It, it's better because you know it was in a plate, not yeah. a bowl. All right. Big big people. Uh, they, they, they said they feel grown. I told them grow up. Oh, so look, last week y'all was talking about the uh, the the Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly uh, uh, little issue. Did you ever get a chance to listen to the to Eminem CD yet? No. All right. So you, you said something interesting. You know what? You know what? Like, wait, 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 wait. Somebody put together a WWE 2K version. Oh. Did you see that? And it's him beating uh, up all the rappers that I I assume he, like, 
I guess he mentioned he had a bunch of people's names in his mouth on his album, which, um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm surprised, but it did, like he's calling out, you know, he's saying Lil Yachty's name and he's calling out this guy and that guy. And so, and, and they're different songs. It's not like that 50 Cent song from like 99 or 2000 where he just said one uh, song called freaking, out the in- freaking, uh, entire industry. Uh, so it's different beat. Oh, yeah. And it's different, different flows. And he's like, uh, and they're cutting, they edit it, they cut it together where Eminem's ca- wrestling 2K character is uh, is beating up the various, you know, other rapper character guys. So, so that's yeah, how I heard the album. Yada, I heard very small yada clips of it. Yada, oh, well, he said it's made. Yes, he was like, he said, I understand why people like Lil Yachty, but not me. Yeah, but it ain't for me. It just ain't for me. Like, yeah. and I was like, 40. That, like, that's not, that's which, not, which, uh, that's, that's, that's uh, 45, 46, whatever he is. But that's not, um, why is that a bad thing? Like, I fucked with Lil Yachty's first. That Lil Boat mixtape is dope. I haven't liked anything since. You know, I mean, I've gotten Little Boat too, and I got Teenage Love Songs or whatever the fuck that album's called. But it's like, eh, this ain't for me. And I just go, this ain't for me, and move on with my goddamn life. <laughs> like he did. I'm not saying he didn't, but um, I don't see why that's something that's like, well, why is that admirable to say? Oh, like, okay, not for you. Ooh, great. You get to like, I don't know. I just old heads. Oh shit! Miss with his hands on on Brittany. Oh, he catching them knees. Oh shit! Yo, that was smooth as fuck. Miss tossed Brian out <laughs> on on just Bree. That was dope. Cause they could both fuck off with their Seahawks uh, colors. I mean, it's fine. Like, every week, y'all just going, you ain't at all, honey. Where are your Cardinals here? <laughs> Cardinals colors. That's a surprise. They, uh, but, anyway. but, uh, so I remember you mentioned that you, uh, said you, that you would enjoy Travis Scott CD over the Eminem CD. And I remember, like, when you said that, I was like, that's, that is it's really interesting, like, how, like, as time goes by, like, you're, your taste and interest in certain things uh, change. So, like, I'm a big Lil Wayne fan, and I, since he is my all-time favorite, I'm, I'm always going to be excited anytime he does anything new. But I'm also a big T.I. fan, and yeah. if T.I. drops something today, I don't know if I'm going to be jumping those hurdles to listen to that project in, with, with urgency, you know. Um, same thing goes. I'm a big Eminem fan, and the I, I just so happened to pull up my phone and see that that it was a uh, that he dropped something. You know, I was like, I'm gonna give it a shot. I wasn't even craving it, you know. You know, so it's weird that uh, as time goes by, uh, uh, your your interest in uh different things change. That's why I guess those long gaps. Between the Flash and Supergirl, are are are, are kind of hurtful for them because people like if if we have to wait such a long time to get those things, we're more than likely to lose interest. 
Because when I first yeah. got into and again, Flash third time I'm going to say it tonight. Binge culture. I mean, it does. It, it is. I think. I think they. TV shows are, are probably taking that in, into consideration. You know, they're 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 like, yes, we got two, three, four million people watching every week. But we're also going to have a million and a half, two million people watching over the next eight months on 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 Netflix and shit, and two three years from now binging the whole thing. So I think maybe some of that is seeping into, or it could just be the CW had tough scheduling choice. They 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 they're doing some uh, they're moving Supergirl to Sundays. They're they're uh, they're doing some some other stuff with their um, Monday and Tuesday lineup. So I mean, superhero shows are really you know holding down CW, so they should probably mm-hmm. not not <laughs> you know hurt their uh, you know do stuff like you know get the schedule straight. Don't have six and eight week breaks between and you know particular shows. It's bad enough when you go from you know, December to sometimes February over the winter break. Gosh. Right. Don't, don't, that don't make break that one is always rough. Yeah, don't make that even worse. So. Yeah, I'm happy they, so, yeah. Uh, they do, however, need to uh, make that a little, a little bit easier. But uh, I guess uh, whenever you look, I've always wondered, like, uh, if there's, like, a happy medium. Like, instead of taking all those weeks off, you just take, like, two or three. Come back, you do a few more, so you do, like, three more episodes, and then you take three right. more weeks off. I feel like right. that's Yeah, but that gets, easier. that gets, um, that's annoying in Parts its own right. Predict, I guess. That's yeah, annoying in its own right. Uh, I'd rather, if I had the choice, I'd rather get six weeks off sometime between December and January and you come back in J- at the end of January, February, and then you just, you got the second half of your season. Not, I mean, if, if you do a week, a break here and there, that, that happens. One week's a rerun week. That, that, that's, that's fine. Especially during, you know, holidays and shit. Um, but I don't want, Three week breaks in the middle of the stretch, the, the the final eight week, the eight episode stretch. I don't want you taking three weeks off. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Or no then no. they're gonna hit you with the uh, they're gonna hit you with a month off before the last episode, bro. Oh, oh. why? Come on, why would you? I, I missed the band last episode. This that's where like shows like Black Lightning that. That are only ten and thirteen episodes come in, you know. Because if if you get your if you blow if you do your twenty twenty three episodes of Flash or Supergirl or whatever, and it ends in April, well, shit. Now Black Lightning's got thirteen weeks to to fill for the rest of uh, rest of spring headed into summer. So, I mean, they're they're better, smarter, more obviously experienced TV people than me that are putting this shit together. But there's some things they should. Taken to serious consideration. Yeah, this is a this is a thousand shit. Were you on the live chat this week? I was on Wade's uh, joint Monday. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I'm 
I'm like trying, like trying. I was trying to catch up with all my audio. I, I had a happy, uh, I guess, break of sorts, or like I guess with all the all in, I just felt like extra content was coming through. So I just was trying to get everything in order and stuff. So like I'm like really behind. So I thought I saw your name on something else, and I was like, well, it must be the live chat that I saw his name on. Mhm. So, yep. Uh, they were in New. They were in New Orleans. The Cajun Dome is like thirty minutes from my home, and I was planning on going last night. Ended up not going because Saturday I went to my first LSU game, and so that was a uh, pretty pretty fun in itself. And considering the fact that we won, that was even better. So, uh, my my Louisiana folks they get a little they get a little crazy for they uh, for they Tigers. Gotcha. I'm but it was sure a fun experience. Do. So it was either it was it was either go watch the Tigers or go with the wrestling. And Kane's paid for the Tigers, so I said, well, I'm gonna go to the free joint. Cool. So All right, Brad. Nice God damn, we've been <laughs> slapping our gums for a minute now. So Roger that. Man. Look, y'all have a great night and a great week. Peace. Appreciate you, man. Talk to you soon. Oh, no problem. Yeah, this is Brad from Louisiana. Let's uh, move things along here. Oh, we've got a bit of breaking news, folks. Breaking on TMZ Sports. Or breaking on TMZ. TMZ Sports has learned the wrestling legend Ric Flair has tied the knot with longtime fiance Wendy Barlow on Wednesday at a dope resort in North Florida. Ooh, a dope resort. Wait, North Florida? It could actually be a dope resort. Like <laughs> where everybody goes to get their prescriptions. <laughs> oh shit. That's terrible. But it could be. Um We're told it was a low-key deal, but Undertaker was there, and for some reason, Dolph Ziggler walked Wendy down the aisle. The wedding is Rick's fifth, and he and Barlow have been dating for over six years and have known each other since she worked as Fifi the Maid in in Flair's WCW days. And in case you're wondering, we're told the Nature Boy did rock a custom suit. And here's a video. And commercials, of course. So, yeah, congratulations to Ric Flair on uh, getting married again for the fifth time. You also experienced a lifetime of countless happy, happy memories together. Rick and Wendy, would you please go ahead and join hands? Rick, if you would take, take this beautiful ring... Place it upon her finger on her left hand. She's got a pretty nice white suit on. And sunglasses. And he's crying, of course. I will stand by you through the best and the worst. I will stand by you through the and the worst. Through the difficulty. Through the difficulty. Yeah. 
figure out a way by an act of God to get me where I need to be. Ah, oh. again, congrats to Rick. Uh, and some breaking news from um, from yesterday. So, Rock's daughter has started training at the Performance Center. I mean, it must be nice, you know, like for Noel Foley and uh, Simone, Simone Johnson, who's fine as a motherfucker, too. You know what I mean? When you can get your first, I just think of like my first, where I took my first bump. <laughs> The conditions of that uh, that quote unquote workout facility. <laughs> you know those turbine like super torch heaters? They like a tube. It's like a jet, right? Whoosh! Big flame comes out the you know out the end of it, and you know don't walk by it with. You know, you set your pants on fire, kind of thing. Well, we were in a warehouse in South Philly, in the same dirty, like, back alley complex that the ECW arena was in, but, like, kind of down and even, like, yeah, like like a uh, like a little bit of a walk away, but on that same, like, thing on, on whatever. Um, and, like I said, it was a warehouse, and it was the middle of December. It was freezing cold, and that place was dirty, and I mean, it was a warehouse. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Noel Foley and Simone Johnson get to take bumps at the Performance Center and work out with Char- uh, Charlotte and, and who did Noel Foley? Uh, oh, well, uh, uh, Sasha Banks. Must be nice. <laughs> so, but that's cool. I mean, I wonder um, how much. Uh, like how much it is in her. I mean, it's it's one thing to to be, you know, like she's good. She's Rock's daughter. So how does that affect how much she wants it? Kind of thing. Like that was the same. Like the thing with Noel Foley. Besides the fact that she just doesn't have the physical build or coordination, she's not need. Um, and I don't think she just has the drive to over like Foley, like Foley didn't have, you look at him in 1980, you know, 88 or whatever, when he started, like, um, he did a ton of shit to overcome the fact that, you know, his, you know, he didn't have muscles and, you know, the aesthetic stuff, but Noel, like, I don't think yeah, she ain't Mick Foley in 1986 or whatever, trying to be a wrestler. You know, driving, you know, 100 miles and sleeping in your car and doing all that stuff. So um, it's like if you're suit, if you got everything and you don't need to do something, but you all, but like imagine if Simone Johnson in five years, we're talking about her like we talk about Charlotte. Like she got to that point. I think that's, that's more, in some ways, it's more 
as a person, like, man, you really, because you didn't have to do this. If you're just broke and poor and you don't have a ton of opportunities and wrestling something that you want to do when you got to, hey, somebody said, come work out at my gym and you start wrestling and busting your ass and paying your dues and, you know, going around, you know, doing small shows and getting better and fighting and scratching and whatever. That, that story that we know so well, you, you know, you really didn't, a lot of those folks didn't have another another choice beyond like getting a normal job, go work in a cubicle somewhere or, you know, that kind of shit. So I'm interested to see the process of those, uh, of, of her uh, in particular. I think the Noel Foley stuff, I mean, she could just be on low key, just training, getting better and learning, but I don't, I think we would have probably heard something. Um, I didn't notice the NXT crowd. Some of them were razzing Johnny after he lost to Velveteen last week. Were they singing Hey, Hey, Na, Na, Goodbye? No, no, some people were chanting. Still chanting Johnny, Johnny. Um, so apparently Zelina Vega is good friends with, uh, with Simone Johnson on the latest episode of Lillian Garcia's Chasing Glory podcast, and this is from the Pro Wrestling Sheet, this story. Um, Delina talked about becoming close with Simone Johnson and revealed the 17-year-olds. Oh, she's still a kid. Been training at the Performance Center in Orlando. Delina detailed working closely with The Rock during the filming of Fighting with My Family and how Simone gave her the ultimate compliments following the shoot at the Staples Center in L.A., Vega said Johnson told her, I knew I wanted to start wrestling for sure. Where where I saw you at Raw doing the movie? Maybe, I don't know if that's supposed to. Anyway, we don't need to go into it too, more, but too much. But yeah, no, Rock's daughter is training, wants to train to, to wrestle. And shit, she's got all, she's, she'll have all the all the tools and all the all that. It's just a matter of once she gets thrown around, she's still want to wrestle. Especially if you don't have to. Wrestling hurts, man. So, okay. Let's uh, do one of these, another one of these non-VIP emails. This one's from JC. Uh, he chimes in, hey, Trav, I don't think Raw's always a bad show. I just think they have too many heels and not enough baby faces. What do you think they should what do you think they should what, – what do you think if they did a roster change-up? Do you think things would balance out? Well, didn't we just have a split or, or a shake-up, I mean? So there was – I mean, not just, but after Mania. And then there was some talks of one after, after SummerSlam that came and went. Nothing came of that. But it would be a way to get things back on track, or not on track, but balance out the uh, balance out the heel face dynamic. Might be one of the reasons Velveteen didn't come up. Might call me up, Vince, and we thought, oh shit, we're gonna do, we're gonna get a SummerSlam call up because if he goes to Raw, where everybody assumes he will go, like JC said, it's just a ton of heels over there. Um, and they just might not want to put him on SmackDown. 
But but I think you can, there are ways to do things with the shake that are to balance things out without doing a shakeup. I mean, they can introduce the aspect of tra- back the aspects uh, of trades and that kind of shit with the GMs. And I think they're just afraid of afraid of uh, you know we can't let people just look like complete chumps if they just do a if they do if Paige gets let somebody from SmackDown go or if Raw looks like you know they gave up some serious talent just to get some you know jobber or whatever. Okay, Caesar Benani, Benini changed up. He got a little different look now. He's kind of got a scumbag Razor Ramon thing with the curl in the front. And he's representing Brazil on his trunks. I think he might have did that already. But he's got shorter hair. And now he's wearing that Brazil jacket. And he's got his buddy with him. They're both Are they both from... Brazil. He's like a martial arts guy. He's got karate pants and no shoes. And they just dim the shit out of the NXT crowd. Why did they do that? They made them super dark. Hmm. I didn't get a feeling that they were empty seats. Um, Casey also says, do you think now is a good time to bring Nikki Cross up to join Sanity? I don't know, because Sanity just got, you know, hasn't been looking good on TV. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that could be a little, that could be an infusion, but I didn't, you know, the way I had it booked out in my head is Sanity's, I don't know, running roughshod. But, you know, they're doing their thing. They're feuding with folks, and they're, you know, they're fighting, and they're fighting. And maybe when, like, say it's the New Day. That's this perfect pair, three on three. And finally, when New Day, you know, uh, Sanity just keeps out nasty in them and not, you know, just at every chance New Day just uh, can't thwart them. And then finally New Day does. After all this time, after an entire month of, 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 of sanity getting the best of them, New Day finally, you know, whatever, strategizes, whatever. And then you think New Day's going to win, bam, Nikki Cross shows up and, 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 and gives them the advantage, whether it's in a match that she interferes in or, or whatever. But now with sanity not, you know, having a ton of juice, and then you bring her up, and it might just be like, well, well, who cares? Not who cares. You might care that Nikki Cross is up, but who cares that, like, this isn't a hot act? But, again, unless you go, unless you play it like not their savior, but some, like, she comes, she gives them a spark. And But you don't – I mean, if you need a spark and you've only been on the roster for three months, that's not a good sign. No. Shit, if they had if they had been up there a year, you know, and six, eight months they were just wrecking shop and they won the tag titles and then they kind of fell off and they lost the tag titles, they lost their rematch, and they're kind of just not, you know, and then you can sell it as 
she was the spar. She's finally out of her NXT contract and gets to join her, her crew and whatever, however you want to sell it. But then you could actually sell it like, oh, she's the spark. But after two or three months of them being around, it, I don't think it works at all. I don't think it works nearly as well. Hell, only fucking Larkin is just, does he care about his body? He just throws his body around. Like in a controlled frenzy way. He throws himself at his opponents. All right. Thanks for the email, JC. Appreciate that. What's happening on Twitter? Not much. So I head back to the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. We'll get you in line. Let's head to uh, Skype or International. Maybe it's Craig. Let's bring him on. Craig, is that you? What up? It is me. What's happening? <clears throat> Not much. Watching NXT. Yeah. See that tag match? Did Lorcan just like throw his body at people? Is that like? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I think wh- when you said it, I was like, because you, you're usually just a second or two ahead of me. And so I mm-hmm. was watching what you were probably looking at. Were you looking exactly at the, uh, it was like a double blockbuster thing? You flipped yeah, over the and, guys. And it was. And it was before that, the setup before that was he was just throwing yeah. European uppercuts, like just right. throwing his whole body into these things. Yeah, he's crazy. I like that team. Yeah, I, I do too. I liked uh, the other guy, Birch. I liked him in the U. He was the. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of the UK yeah. tournament. Like, you know, I know a lot of people were. Like, it was okay. It was very. It was well wrestled. I'm not. You know, it's just I'm not in. That's not a, a style that that I go gaga over. That British hard strong style or Japanese strong style. It's just nope. Wrestling as an art form is supposed to look like it hurts. Like you're supposed to sell moves, not you know punch a guy in the face or just kick him right in the chest. Like eh, okay, um, but he was one. I think he went out in the first round, but he had a good match and I and I and I liked him. So when he came over and started yeah. teaming with Percy was fe- wasn't he fighting feuding with uh yeah only Lord yeah they got like together weird, like... they got together kind of like a, the bar kind of thing like they were yeah. feuding and they were like you know got respect for each other and I like teams like that yeah that's cool I love NXT for the tags I don't, I don't know if it's deliberate like they're trying to build a tag division down there and like if when Triple H gets in charge we might see a resurgence in tag teams and stuff but maybe I, I NXT it's one of those things that definitely because of how their rosters constructed and where they are as a developmental uh, uh, territory uh, league it's it's you know Constant turnover in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, remember when Oscar was champion? It was like, well, there goes Bailey and Charlotte and Becky Lynch. All the women from NXT went up at, all at once, and it was Oscar yeah. and the, all iconic, the iconic duo. And Ember Moon was still doing, you know, beating jobbers. So it was it was 
pickings were thin in, in yeah, NXT Women's Division. The same thing happened with the with the tag div- or with the main event. You know, Joe and Finn and a bunch of guys went up at one time, I think. And uh, so you know, it happens. Same thing with the tag division. And it just keeps getting replenished. And yes. Yeah, I'm like, like, I, I, you know, not a these... fan of the War Raiders, but, you know, they're a couple of bodies. People like them. They're colorful. They hit hard. And, you know, I don't think they have a bright future on the main roster, but maybe. But, again, you know, I personally don't like them, but, or not don't like them, but just don't, don't care for them a ton. Uh, but, but somebody does, and that's why they're where they are. Um, Did you see that? So, yeah, they find ways. Package? A couple weeks ago on the War Raiders, maybe it was like a I don't month think so. ago. They had a, they had a video package of them. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. You should check it out. It was pretty neat about this dude got in a car accident or a bike accident. And he thought his career was over and everything. It was. They did a good job of building building him up, kind of. Okay. And I guess they were in the main event of the show in Detroit um, this past Sunday. With uh, Ricochet. And like a six man? Or... Okay. Yeah. With um, uh, Undisputed Era. And Champa faced Dijak, which I didn't get. Yeah. Was Dijak a baby face in Detroit or something? I don't know. I just saw the results. I got Champa and Dijak. Uh, Gargano and Sullivan. Tyler Breeze is there. <laughs> I did see a clip yeah, of just, uh, Tyler Breeze at that show or on that 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 loop. You're not talking about the one where uh, I think I think Tyler Breeze put something up on Instagram, and then uh, like Baron Corbin and somebody else making fun of him for being an indie guy now. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think it was just a gif. I think it was a spot in the match. Yeah, it was like, uh, I I think he, yeah, I think it was him and Ricochet were going at it. That's what he put up on Instagram anyway. And then Baron Corbin said something. Ah, oh, damn, I forget who it was, the other guy. They both were like ripping him all. Oh, congrats on being an indie guy. Now. Oh, it was a uh, doc. Scott uh, hmm. from uh, Arn Anderson. Still with us, Craig? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I assumed you were trying to listen to this interview. Oh, no. Okay. Um, you have Sling, right? Sling what? Sling TV. Oh, Sling, yes. And do you have, uh, like, the DVR on it? No, I don't pay the extra like five bucks. Okay, I just I just figured this out, and I've had Sling for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And most of the stuff's on demand that I, I care about. So. Yeah, that I just found the on-demand stuff. Every but oh. I went and I, I was just 
bouncing around on the on the remote because my remote was kind of low on battery and it it went to this thing and it said on demand and I looked and I'm like oh that's cool it has it on demand for this channel and then I looked and like every channel has on demand stuff yeah down here and all NBC is only on I can't I can't watch live NBC on my on sling uh it's only on demand stuff Do you have the uh, Air TV thing? Air TV? No. Uh, it's kind of like one of them, um, like the $35 boxes. The, um, I forget what they call them. They came out a decade ago. The little box, we set up an antenna with it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the box is thirty five bucks and and then you put up your antenna, antenna's however many dollars, but it's a pretty good investment. They have like you can watch all your local channels and stuff. If you have yeah. NBC local. Oh yeah, of course. I I have a, a regular antenna, like like a normal just you know, uh, a coaxial antenna and my T V in my bedroom, like if there's a like last time, like I can never watch TV in there. But like, I wanted to watch the Stormy Daniels sixty Minutes interview, and like you know, so that's like Sunday. So like, I was in my bedroom watching that on CBS because that's I can't. So you, so you have, have any. A, you have a converter box then? No, it's just a just a damn antenna that I plug in, that I t- screw into the coax and tack put a. And they attack it to, to my wall. So regular, huh. like a just a HD HD TV antenna. They're all pretty much the same. Okay, I would. Yeah, I don't know. I've had the, this box forever. I watched the um, football on it. Yo, Champa, did you see him snatch the sign from that kid? The kid was literally yeah. was legit, was legit shook. He was not expecting that. I wonder if that's the same kid that had that uh, that was in the front row for that Johnny Johnny wrestling last week. Um, last week. Um, I don't think so, but because uh, but these are it might be a different tape, and he just might be in a different part of the arena, different, you know, and not have his Johnny wrestling hat on. Could have been. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I, I only saw it right after he snatched the sign. I uh, enjoyed you on um, the Wave Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast Monday night, and yeah, I really love the uh, I really love the touch tone tone part. <laughs> the, uh, the the problem I have with it yeah. is that we and you, you even said it today. You said keypad. And yeah. whenever I think keypad, I think, like, something to get in your apartment. I was just about to say, like, punch it in a code to, like, stop your alarm or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a dial pad on, on the phone. But, but every okay, time he says point. about that. No, no, no. And, and you're right. Because have... now I say keypad because he says keypad. But it's a, it's a nope. yeah. And you dial, dial pad, I guess. Fucking so so press one. I don't care how you do it yeah. and what it comes <laughs> no, no, on. No, no. Press you got to start giving him one. 
Yeah. You got to start giving him shit now because he says keep or keypad instead of dial pad. You got you to change well, him that's up. that's just not as He'll egregious. Like, it. And it's not as egregious, and I wouldn't I wouldn't put my all in because like when you when he said touch tone, it's like come yeah. on. But keypad yeah, dial pad, it's not. I know. Me, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have as much room behind the the rib, and it wouldn't you know. Oh, I. I, w- I just want to hear his reaction. And it has to come from me. <laughs> come on, um, Violet Payne. Let this bully bully you. Going back to the Sling TV thing, uh, yeah. I got the Red Zone. Um, well, there's a sports package. You get the Red Zone in it, and it's 10 bucks a month. So it's like basically two fifty a week. But you get all these other uh, like ten other channels too, and one of them is BN, and that's where they what? got the. Uh, What's it called? BN. B E I N. Hmm. And they got the MLW Wait, on there. Wait, What the fuck? V is in Victor. Oh, B, B in, B in, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Vane? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Vane, but with a B, yeah. No, but uh, they got the MLW on there, and that's the one where um, uh, Tony Schiavone calls matches and stuff. And I, just, I didn't even know it was on there. And I saw they, they got the War Games coming up this Friday, so I'm going to check some of that out. Because I, I, I love Tony Schiavone, and I wanted to – check it out anyway before now that it's on my I can just DVR it cool yeah I watch so little TV um, I'm thinking of ways of uh, pulling back right like what can I uh, like I don't yeah like I'll never get cable again you know, or anything no. like that. And I'm wondering if Sling TV's even. I mean, it's twenty-seven about You know, after taxes, twenty-seven bucks for the tier I'm on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, do I even need that? But yes, because it's super convenient and it's on all my TV, laptop, phone, tablet. Uh, so it's super awesome to be able to just be on the road and, oh shit, Raw's on or whatever. No. So when you like, how do you if you don't have the DVR, how do you watch? Uh, like, how are you watching SmackDown now? Or you were watching SmackDown before? Hulu. Oh, you have Hulu. Yeah, I got Hulu, Netflix, WWE Network. My mom pays for the oh, Netflix. I pay for the Hulu. Okay, well that's what I was I was talking about with the Hulu. Because I have the Hulu too, and and all the stuff on demand, on Sling that I was I was like putting as my favorites and stuff. Yeah. Like I went through all the channels, and all that stuff's on Hulu. That the stuff I watch on Hulu, and I'm like, why the hell do I pay so much for Hulu? So it's either pay eight ninety nine for Hulu or pay five bucks for the DVR. I think Hulu's probably the better investment. Well, I I do the no commercials and. 
on uh, Hulu, and also my sister shares oh, it. See, you're ridiculous. With me. And I don't like commercials. <laughs> Hulu but, commercials. No, are but I'm thinking sometimes. Usually, it's one or one or two. Sometimes you get 120 seconds, so usually it'll fit like four in there. But that's every now and then you'll get you know you'll get two whole minutes of commercials, and that's super. That's if you got that on regular TV. It's yeah, like commercials. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna let a few commercials get me to pay three, four, five extra bucks. Fuck that. Yeah, why don't they just that, fire her? Kick her out the company. Get her out of here, man. Fucking chain of yeah, people. where's Baron Corbin? He's gonna arrest him. Damn it. Anyway. What else you got? Uh, one got to go. Yeah. Uh, ESPN shows. All of them? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so pissed You're when not- I realized I, had, I was paying, I was on the blue gold, the top, the top, top tier of sling. And I realized yeah, that. Yeah, you got, you're paying $10 extra dollars. Yeah, yeah. No! I was paying forty dollars, now I'm paying twenty five. All because I had ESPN and ESPN two. Like fuck out of here. <laughs> all of my dick. So uh and plus because I've got such good friends, I've got um Yeah, you can watch ESPN on the watch ESPN app on their I got cable. that and and I was asking Rich, like, cause I could not find like it was such an I was such an idiot. All I had to do was enable my damn flash. <laughs> I felt like such a dope when it when it because I could I haven't been watching shit because like I use like VIP Sports or what is what's the other one? Your something something dot EU Eurosports dot whatever the fuck. Um, and I just haven't been able to like you need to update your flash. Like I ain't clicking here. Fuck you. So I figured out it was. Uh, but before that, I was asking Rich, like, damn, do we know anybody with a seat with the season pass? He was like, yeah, me. And, oh, and I had just, like, was talking, like, shit about him in the, on text message. <laughs> oh, I was talking shit about the deep dive. That's what it was. I was like, deep dive? Never heard of it or something. Just giving him shit. And then, like, 20 minutes later, <laughs> you know, the Eagles was about to play. Hey, by the way, night. <laughs> and I was like. Buddy, pal, deep dive is the number one show. <laughs> so the Game Pass only gives you clips and shit. It gives you the game after, but it gives you all the audio, all the. So if you want the national broadcast, your local broadcast from with either which whatever market. So of course I want to hear Merrill Reese, the the Eagles local joint. Then I figured out and got my first my my damn VIP sports to watch, to 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 work. Because I enabled the flash. Oh my God, Bianca, Bianca, Bianca. So I was able to sync up the radio broadcast, the local radio broadcast, with uh, <laughs> with the internet pirated version of the. Of the... <laughs> Yo, YouTube be on it. I don't know who works at YouTube that's in charge of pulling NFL games down, but they be on it. I've gotten to see maybe 15 like minutes the, of, of any of any uh, NFL game on YouTube. Did they do like then, the just 
just play action stuff like like they do on uh, like NFL Network. How they just cut the game into like a half hour and it's just just the action. What are you talking about? Where on on NFL Network they have it's like I don't know. I just used the Game Pass and the Game Pass got me the audio of the call of the game and I synced that up with the pirated version off of you know. First row sports or whatever the hell I was watching. Okay, I'll check it out because I used to watch that because I'll be I watch Red Zone all day on Sunday, and yeah. then because it just bounces around and it's like it no sure. breaks. It's really cool, but um, they used to have a thing where you could go in and they they make the they turn the game on and it'd be like a half hour. Like they take out all the walking between plays. And oh, all the, yeah, you know, totally. That's like the next day, like two days after yeah. NFL Network. Yeah. Oh, I've seen games like that. I've watched high, basically truncated Eagles games and other games like that. Sure. Yeah. That's it's basically what, what the awesome. what the teams get. Like, yeah. we just want plays. They ran 62 plays this week. We want 62 plays of you know, and that's all basically an hour. <laughs> How long do plays last? Yeah. You know, 75 no, it's, minutes. It's less, maybe. It's less than a half. I think it's total. It's like 18 minutes a game. Oh, well, I'm, I'm t- like, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. You're right. Because it's second. That, that, yeah, it's like literally five they seconds to play. Seconds, if that. 40 seconds to main plays. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. We don't need to do my ESPN shows. I just kind of I mean, put that one together. I mean, do you even know? I don't watch ESPN them, shows? so yeah, I'd probably if there if there were iterations of them while I was still watching, maybe. But if there's other, if oh there's yeah, these are, these are all these are all kind of classic debate show or whatever. Yeah, uh, go ahead, ask. Number one, around the horn. Number two, pardon the interruption. Number three, Sports Center. Number four, first take. Oh, that's easy. First take can go. This is one of those four shows that I never watched. And um, when I did, I was just like, Ugh. yeah, because the first two ain't – I mean, sports center ain't going nowhere. Like, they can get – talk shit all the people want about ESPN or Sports Center or whatever, but that ain't going nowhere. And Around the Horn used to – I used to watch when I was working the second shift, like uh, 2.30 to 11, I would um, – obviously, I, you know, I miss everything. So I would listen to – um, listen to the uh, Around the Horn and Pardon the Interruption podcast on like my Zoom uh, joint because it would have you know the uh, so, yeah I was really into those shows back in the day Sports Center I would I wasn't into because they, well, the only reason I was into it was because that's the only place you could find anybody talking about hockey and baseball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like other, you know, usually it's just NFL-based or NBA-based now or college football. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely – yeah, because they definitely go where, where the money – yeah. It's like it's like I heard Chris Matthews, like I listened to his podcast, uh, Why Why Is This Happening?, and he, he was talking, and they were doing an episode, and he was talking to his guests about, you know, his, his, his MSNBC show, um, 
all in with Chris Hayes. He was like, yeah, we did, uh, we did an entire week based on, like, it was all, like, climate change week. And, I mean, the whole show's not all climate. They still talk about, you know, whatever, regular politics, Trump, or, you know, whatever's going on. He was like, but those are the uh, predictably the lowest rated weeks. So it's that thing of what's good for you doesn't always uh, translate to people caring. Or yeah, it's like eating your vegetables, like like Bruce says, eating your vegetables to get to the steak. Yeah, and also you, you as an adult, like vegetables aren't. Terrible. Cook them right, and they're good. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You're damn right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say this as I ate a Whopper for dinner. I don't know. Oh, I had to do So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I had one, fried rice and pot stickers. Appreciate you, Craig. Man, talk to you soon. Fried rice and pot stickers. Fucking delicious. Uh, Lamarcus chimed in on the email. Hey, Trev, as wrestling fans, or at least WWE fans, there are certain things we're just used to and don't really question. I think the biggest one that we all accept without mentioning is that all, wait, I think the biggest one that we all accept without mentioning is that is all at work is that it is all a work, right? I mean, if you're a movie fan, that's something you live with. Just going back to how you phrased your question, there are certain things we're just used to and don't really question. Well, do you walk into Terminator 2 like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's not a, he's not a robot from the future. Like, no, Go and watch the movie. You know it's a work. You know it's... You don't even think about it. You just enjoy the story being that's put in front of you that's being told. Um, another one is that refs are... St- so I don't think that's a theme, the whole, the fact that... I mean, everything is a work. I mean, literally, everything is a work. Um you would like to think, you know, sports like football and baseball and shit. That's not, and let's let's in a perfect world they aren't. But everything entertainment wise is a work. Everything is a performance for you. So everybody's working in in uh in in in, in oh, what the fuck is the word in concert with each other. So go see Hamilton. That's a work. Another one is that refs are stupid and fragile as fuck. Yes. For example, they turn their backs, and when they turn their backs, the baby face is, is holding his balls in pain, <laughs> but the ref doesn't put two and two together and realize a little blow happened. Yeah, or when they do, it's when the baby, when it's a Nettie Guerrero type thing or when it's like, you know, when the ref, again, is made to look stupid. It's like, oh, you're going to, now you're going to uh, enforce it. You know, when you're either getting played or it's not as bad as you think, whatever. Or if everybody was doing it and you caught one guy, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but they, are, they aren't as fragile. The refs don't take as many bumps as they, you know, used to. I mean, remember, every match refs were going down. 
So they've they've that's kind of uh I would I would like to think that that's uh that's something where that WWE specifically is uh and I think wrestling is as as a whole but because I and most people watch <laughs> that watch uh as much wrestling as we do is the majority of it is probably WWE stuff. So I think they've gotten better. And when refs get bumped, it does mean something. Like when who peeled the peeled the uh, the mats back on the outside of the ring? That was NXT, and see, so it's no surprise that NXT, you know, did it in such a perfect way. You know, Champa or somebody peeled the peeled the mats back on the outside. And the ref's getting up, trying to get into the ring. It gets bumped off the apron onto the exposed, you know, concrete floor. And he's out. Like, there's no, oh, you got halfway clothesline. So now you're down. You've been down for eight minutes, you know, covering up your face. I remember Mike Chioda. It was just, he was just the worst. He cover up my face. So I definitely don't see, I don't want to inadvertently see something. Um. So, uh, but yeah, or, or, or like when the, when, when they go to get the baby face has out the ring and they're double teaming the guy, but that's kind of the baby faces, uh, fault because the ref never looks like somebody needs to, they're big, strong guys physically turn the ref's shoulders and turn his body completely 180. Look. What in double teaming the guy in the corner, and the ref's worried about you, uh, 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 you know, maybe interfering or or he didn't see the tag, and so he's getting you out of the ring. Like, sorry, I didn't see the tag, and the whole time they've dragged you back to their corner and beating you down. Just take the ref's shoulders and spin his ass around. <laughs> but again, yeah, it's like Lamarcus is saying, we just yeah, something you just deal with. There are no replays for the refs to review. Again, until until it until it's a point that they want to make, until it's a part of a storyline. Another good example is that usually backstage segments are only seen by the audience, and that the wrestlers are oblivious to the camera being there. Yeah, again, these are old like tropes that you know villains backstage planning stuff. That I mean, just go back to the wedding. Go back to Triple H and Stephanie's wedding. Or no, the vow renewal. Not the wedding with the the, the, the date rape and all that. The, the the renewal of the vows in 02. And the 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 who was it that Stephanie set up? Smashing. He kept that was his like catchphrase. British guy, everything was smashing. Oh, great, smashing. And then Triple H, you know, gets a tape, pops it in the VCR, because, you know, it's 02, so. And I think Linda McMahon was like, fam, Stephanie's playing you. This is, she's an actor. That guy's an actor. That guy that's supposed to be planning your wedding, your vows or whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. It was the doctor. That's right. She said she was pregnant. I'm pregnant! It was all this tension, tension, tension built up. He was about to go off on her, and then she goes, I'm pregnant! And all that goes away. He picks her up and hugs her and kisses her and, like, you know, 
Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe it. That's right. So they went to the doctor and they're looking at the, maybe an ultrasound or something. I don't know. Stephanie set this bullshit up to make sure he would renew the vows. And he kept saying the baby was doing smashing or all the tests came back smashing. And then Linda sent them a tape and was like, fam, this guy's a salesman. He's like sales beach, like timeshares. And you hear him on it. You didn't see him, but you hear what Triple H is watching on a TV. He's like smashing view, smashing pools. And he's like just, you know, hyping up like whatever the amenities, this thing he's trying to sell has. And Linda's like, sorry. And then he goes out and does what he did at the end of that role, which was memorable and spectacular and one of the best scenes with Stephanie growling in the spit. Yeah, I mean, it's great. But somebody didn't see that he saw. Nobody warned her. And I think they got around that. This is so long ago. But maybe somebody tried to... uh, And then Vince kicked him out. Get out of here. I don't know. Somebody remind me if I'm completely off. But I think I'm I'm, I'm, I'm about right. So... Yeah, the camera stuff is something that they don't do. TNA went very much out their way to uh, to have the, the cameraman like hiding and shit. Who the hell is this guy? Oh, that's Gunner. Oh, a couple guys. But one of them's Gunner, isn't it? Oh, it's three guys. We're not alone. We will be heard. May have been discarded once, but we'll never, never be forgotten. Ah, the forgotten sons. Fuck out of here. Garbage. That name is trash. The whole, fuck them. The forgotten sons. Y'all were forgotten for a reason. Y'all fucking trash. Um, but yeah, like I said, Impact will go out of their way to have the cameraman, like, uh, you know, sneaking to catch people in conversations. And, and WWE, I think, uh, oh my God, Aaliyah. Oh my God, Lacey Evans. You know, look at Lacey Evans in that <laughs> in that, in that plantation hat. Look out here like she's going to Kentucky, to the Kentucky Derby. Who's that sticking up for Dakota Kai? Who is that? Diana Perrazzo. Oh. Hmm, okay. Uh, LaMarcus also continues. With that said, what are other things that's a what are other things that's a given that we just accept and not think about because it's sort of expected? Hopefully what I said makes sense. Oh totally. Um again, a lot of the stuff is steeped in like you know, like the thing your dad who does who doesn't like wrestling, who's like you know, doesn't even like the fact that you like wrestling would point out when he comes in and why are they stomping when they, when they punch? 
Like, I remember my dad saw Randy Orton doing the Randy Orton stomp. You know, he stomps on your hand and then your shoulder and then it goes to the other arm and then down your leg, that thing. And he's like, you know, because he stomps the other foot every time. So, uh, so that's certainly one of them. Um, we certainly ex- accept light. You know, even if the announcers don't make up for it. Oh, a grazing blow. So, I mean, just wrestling period. I mean, we accept that a superplex hurts the guy getting, or suplex period, hurts the guy getting suplexed 100% or, or let's just say like hurts him, but the guy giving it, the, the guy on offense who lands on his back as well. So those moves, moves where, you know, you're landing just as much. Like, wait, what? And we just accept that one is supposed to hurt more. Um, I, I think it's, it's based in reality, like pressure points and how your legs work. But the figure four turned over. Like, does that really... Or is that something that we just accepted and we learned, we heard when we were like eight? <laughs> that we, we counter the figure forward, turn it over, you know, oh, now the pressure's on their leg. Like, is it? <laughs> I, I, I haven't been into putting the figure four, putting anybody in the figure four, you know, in 30 years probably, but my goodness, Bianca. But, uh, but I wonder if that's like, how true that is. Uh, LaMarcus continues, I think a good one is that wrestlers such as Ronda, Brock, and even Braun are depowered. They have competitive matches with wrestlers they should uh, simply be able to uh, mop the floor with. Yep. Totally. Uh, or, or or when a monster, when, a, when somebody gets put, like Umaga, like when Umaga, come, a guy like Umaga, you know, undefeated, unbeatable for a year, two years, Rusev. And, like, where's that juice now, Rusev? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, you're doing okay for yourself, but I've seen, you know, that first year and a half, two years, you were unbeatable. You beat John Cena, you beat this guy, you beat that guy. Now you're, like, you know, struggling against, uh, you know, Sheamus or Cesaro or something or whatever. I don't know. Just so that kind of stuff in the similar, in the vein of your depowered thing. Also, if you're open to, if you were to open a wrestling school or took over the performance center, what six, three male, three female, current full-time WWE wrestlers would you choose to be trainer? Whoa. Well, if they're full current, full time, I won't put them on the road. Right? They don't have time to be training nobody, Marcus. <laughs> Imagine. What does Lamarcus do for a living? Imagine if your boss. I mean, that's basically like the Vince McMahon, the Vince Russo thing. Yeah, no, we're doing this show called SmackDown. Um, so I'm gonna need you to write two more hours of TV a week. Uh, no, you're not getting a raise, and, and you know, you know, make it work. Like, what the fuck? So I, I based on that, I, I'm not going to answer your question. 
Let me see if I can tweak it. Current full. Who's part time? But I guess that's what we already get. We get like you know your Shawn Michael showing up sometime. Uh, yeah, you have to phrase that better. I don't even want to like try to deconstruct it or turn it into something that it's not. So yeah, you ain't taking no full time wrestlers and making them train nobody. <laughs> that's just dumb. <laughs> so, but I appreciate the email. So that's it for the non-VIP emails. If you uh, want to get a VIP email in for Rich and I, again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com, and we will answer that in the VIP. Obviously, if you're a VIP member <laughs> and you can hear that audio. Let's, uh, let's keep it moving. I'm, I was able to space things out with like, <laughs> just a few callers. A bunch of people still in queue. I see three one two, eight four five. Nobody wanted to jump on, so let's uh, go to uh, what I assume will probably be our final caller of the evening. Let's talk to Darrell down in Georgie. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? All right, how you doing today, Trav? Doing all right, man. What's on your mind? Nothing much, man. Listen to you trying to get it, um, <laughs> handle it all by yourself today. <laughs> yeah, it went a little better than I thought. My, uh, Brad came in with the like the forty minute segment, so that really <laughs> that really padded things out. He had some good conversation. Mm-hmm. That helped. Yeah, it sure did. It made made for a good topic of conversation that y'all had. You didn't give your, uh, any of your predictions for the pay-per-view or anything this week. That could have helped. You're welcome. You're blessed night. I guess you don't, like you were saying earlier, you don't know the matches. So, um, <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell what match is what. So, Certainly can't oh, give you all predictions and stuff. I had to go uh, sneak away and get my coffee. Oh, I heard it uh, afterwards. Uh, <laughs> when um, I heard the dishes clanging and banging. <laughs> But yeah, I see you didn't were able to give your predictions um or anything for the pay per view this Sunday since um you know it's hard to keep up. Yeah, I mean I think I okay, I don't think anything changes hands. I, I I'm really interested in how they get out of the Braun Roman thing because I don't think Roman wins. Or I don't think Braun wins and so that's this will be the what, third failed cash-in? Yeah. Cena, we got uh, Damian Sandow, and I guess now Braun Strowman. Oh, is there any way Braun Strowman the cash-in is um, Alexa Bliss? Wait, what? I said the only successful cash-in I remember recently is for the women, and that was Alexa Bliss. 
Oh, right. I, yeah, I just meant historically. This will, if Ron doesn't, it'll, it, only two have, have not, you know, have, uh, have failed. Well, I always count Mr. Kennedy's um, stupid move as a, um, a failure also. And he let Edge trick him into getting the Right, but Edge actually <laughs> cashed it in. So. And that was, you know, I, yeah. I, I can't. I mean, sure, TV-wise, kayfabe, yeah, Kennedy is an idiot putting this thing up. But I can't help but, you know, know the real story. Then they thought he was going to be out for six months, and it only turned out to be six weeks. Oh yeah, I remember the story, but I'm just saying we keeping it. I was keeping it kayfabe since we're talking about uncle. Right, 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 right. I assumed you were with the John Cena's and um, Damian Sandow. I think we had a few this year. Uncle, they had a man's cash in last year. I don't think one. I think the one, the only person who won before was uh, was it Dean Ambrose? I don't know. I don't know. I remember the last year, man's cash in. Oh, the double count out. Are you watching NXT? All I know is um, I'm about to be. I had to go pick up my food. Gotcha. Man, y'all had me entertained. I done went to the gym, worked out, took a shower, <laughs> and, and grabbed food. <laughs> That's why I'm glad you come to me at the very end. It's right. like my uh, Wednesday routine. I say one match that I don't, I don't think AJ can lose after um, story time with um, Samoa Joe. I can't see AJ losing because one thing I don't see nobody talk about or pick up on is how good those graphics were when. In the oh, yeah, beginning, we talked about he showed AJ family. No, but I'm talking about this. Like, if you look in the beginning, he showed AJ family sad. But at the end, when he flipped to that last. Oh, they, they, they were happy. They was all smiles. My new dad. They was all smiles. I said, you right? <laughs> <laughs> you see this? Right. I said, boy, just going off of the story and how it is, as a baby face, you cannot live that up if you let this man beat you. After talking about your family like that, it's like you can't yeah. even go home to your wife <laughs> because <laughs> they just let's just say some silly like okay you get in an argument with your wife well you ain't do that to Joe <laughs> why you ain't handle Joe like that <laughs> he had us all on the picture laughing and stuff. Yo, Dickie Cross is out of control. I'm I'm a little bit be um I'm behind you anyway, so yeah, yeah that I was the main event. Yeah, yeah, you got to Yeah, I was rewatching on Tommaso Ciampa promo promo. I really liked it, and I really liked that they had him come out with music, and they had him explain why he's coming out with music now. So, so what you know, was, he's evolving yeah. his character. What was his explanation to? Because I, I I read the the captions, it was like the music you hear, blah blah blah, and I didn't, you know, I was talking, and so I didn't couldn't stay with it. But what was his explanation? He said it was a message to the fan, to all of you fans on why <laughs> I'm the best and all of that, and why he don't care about none of them. So it's a message to them. 
He's doing it in spite of the fans to uh, antagonize them, antagonize or whatever. But I like it. That was that was a um, nice one, and I like that he, how he explained why he wasn't the one that attacked um, Alistair Black, and how he wanted to thank whoever did it and everything like that. <laughs> And he was just giving his mission statement as being champion. I liked all of it. That was that was pretty tight. I liked him as a heel, man. I know y'all were talking about um, Raw and I think the diversity in heels and baby faces. I think you had that in the um, email. But I don't really how to use people now. And how quick bits fall out in and out of you, and they don't really deal people. And you got people that's been on Raw that haven't been on a pay per view in a year, and haven't been on TV by eight eight months. That you could use and sprinkle in here and there. Not saying they have to be on TV every week. Yeah, I think they don't need a new um, brand split or draft or nothing like that. They need to start better utilizing the talent. Like, why do we have to continue to get the same story of, you know, the the heels trying to get the um the advantage? I know you were talking about with um Sanity. Why couldn't Sanity, yes, they attack New Day at first, but why couldn't they you build up them touching again by having New Day trying to chase them down? Like like you do in comics with heroes and, and villains. Like they know about each other. They they know each other's on the radar, but the the hero trying to catch up with the villain, and the villain doing villainous stuff to everybody else, but he's trying to keep away from the hero until he can get him on a turf that he want to get him on, and do stuff like that where you can continue to have a bill and you don't waste matches by having them face each other twenty five thousand times in silly matches and people get fed up with it. And you can build a story and, and make people get involved in the story and want to see New Day finally get their hands on Sanity. And Sanity not look like a joke. And now they look like a big deal and don't have to be considered in the main title, tag team title event or something like that. Because now you have a story that, that links people in. Yeah, that's one, and I talked about it a little bit earlier, that uh, Sanity has not, I don't think they got everything they could have gotten out of, out of Sanity. Yeah, I mean, they still can. They still can use them. That's oh, it's not over them. by any means, but yeah. so far when you would think, you know, you would get the most impact when somebody's new and you haven't defined them down and, you know, all that stuff. Uh they just haven't done the best, uh, the best job of uh, making them a deal outside of you know once they were here, once they were on the roster for a month, it was like they lost, uh, they lost something. Yep, that's with AOP. A lot of different groups, a lot of people who've been brought up, then lost a lot of something because again, I know people be like, well, they're not on TV. Um, it's okay. We can just reintroduce them. 
I haven't seen WWE reintroduce anybody successful in a long time. I have, unless you're a John Cena, maybe, and a Roman Reigns, you top of the top. But just mid card and down are just lower um, main eventers. Haven't seen them do it right or do it consistently. They haven't seen them build somebody up from the bottom in a long time in a in a way that makes you either hate them or you want to get behind them and follow their journey. That's why I say you don't need another um, uh, a draft because all you're going to do is mix it up and whoever get on the show with Roman, you're not going to get used because if you look at Raw right now, all the titles are involved with Roman Reigns. They might not be directly involved, but they semi-involved right. with him. And, that, and All they need to, to do is get Ronda Rousey on the Keep him from getting booed. Yep. <laughs> to keep him from getting booed. That's what they're doing. So with that match with Braun, I can tell you how they finna do that. Mick Foley going to help... I'm um, gonna help Roman get the oh, win that's right. because Braun's gonna be a bully. Beat up, beat up Mick in the hell in the cell cage. Put some more miles on on Mick's bump card. <laughs> Throw him around. Try to get sympathy so Roman can be the hero and come back and win. Then Mick with the fast count one, two, three, and now Braun has something to gripe about. Did you hear what I said on Monday? Yeah. Like, what if Foley's just like, you know what? I'm going into business for myself. Uh, the first false finish that it's supposed, that that Braun's supposed to get, Mick just counts three, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> you know, y'all don't give the fans what they want. I'll give them what they want. Your new champion, Braun Strowman, <laughs> and then he just walks out the arena. That would be so awesome. That'd be so. Awesome. It never worked in. Uh, be so awesome. You know, WWE again. But you don't, you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you, though, as um, and people say sometimes. Don't bite the hand oh, that yeah. feeds you. But that's how I see that going down. And as you can see, I don't know by some people, but the cheers for the shield, not so hot. They're not so big. I heard a few boos for them when they came out until they start hitting people with um the axe handle and stuff like that. And what got Sim to be what the, the biggest baby face on Raw, he no longer doing. The Intercontinental title ain't being defended. <laughs> um, So they... So um, they lied to us. Um, him, him, they made him into a liar, and they made Roman into a liar. They was going, no matter. They said no matter what happens, they're gonna always defend the titles every week. <laughs> but now you can't do that because all the titles just up in this one little story, and nobody else really get any real story. Well, that's a product of, of yeah, of tying everything up with Roman. Uh, you're you're right, um, but it's also a product of just not telling the story. I mean, you can get around that by having Baron Corbin be an asshole and say no title defense, no intercontinental, you know, 
Like now, you're not defending the title because I don't want you defending the title here. He, it, it, it's, I think it's as simple as that. Because you could say, well, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, he could go. I don't like your holier than thou thing of how you've been intercontinental champion, thinking you're the best intercontinental champion, and blah blah blah. Um, you know, so you'll defend the title when I tell you to defend the title. And, that and it gets all the heat and all the survive. pressure off of, off of Seth and doesn't have people like you. I didn't think about it, but it doesn't have people like you paying attention. Like, wait, didn't he say? Yeah. Because we just, uh, okay. You know why they don't, sometimes WWE do not gain new fans and stuff like that because today people pay attention to stories. And pay attention to what you say. Okay, John Gruden. I don't know if you were, um you paid attention to the Raiders and what happened. You know with Khalil Mack. What so happened? John Gruden say, okay, John Gruden come out and say, well, the man didn't want to be there and stuff like this, which is a lie when you know when it's a player, football player in their contract, and they only last year. You know. They body is they money, so yeah, you're going to hold out. Why Why wouldn't I hold out when my body is my money? And he talking about, well, we didn't need that, and we good, we all good. We don't really, we got the past rush that we need. So they get beat in the game. They get blow out, blowed out, and the first thing that come, in his, come out of his mouth in, in the, um, in the, after the game interview is, Man, we got to find out what we're going to do about a pass rush. But you didn't let him go <laughs> the best defender. No, he didn't. <laughs> Wait, did yes, he say, he like, did. was he being That's facetious or was he, like, just no, no sense of irony? No, he was being serious. He was being serious. And did anybody, like, did he take questions? Did anybody go, um, hey, um. They tried to ask him oh. questions about it, and he, and he brought, like, he, like, next question. <laughs> And the people started calling them out about it. They called them out about it the next, right after on SportsCenter. They said, well, you had somebody who could have helped your pass rush, but you didn't want to go talk to him. You never went to go talk to him. You said it out your mouth. No, I never went to talk to him. I never tried to talk to him. He's a player. He should have came and talked to me. But you knew you needed a pass rush. You knew he was one of the best pass rush, one of the best defensive players in the league. And that's something that WWE do. With their stories and how they tell stuff and, and and all of this, they go back and they make themselves look foolish. And newer fans pick up on stuff like that. A casual fan, or we can I'm gonna start calling casual fans. I'm gonna call them the WCW fans that left after um, WWE bought WCW. The ones that you would see bring up and talk about um, wrestling. I don't know if you follow um, on Instagram because me and you follow some of the same people. Chico Bean, who from Wild and Out. What did he say? Um, he put up like five, six posts about wrestling, and they were picking their favorite moments in wrestling. It was it had over a hundred thousand comments, and people were talking about their favorite moments. And these people who who don't watch it no more. But you can tell 
had a fandom. They used to watch it, but they fell out from it. And they, and you know, it was all attitude era stuff. But it was the popular, uh, some of the hottest angles, even some angles that didn't didn't seem so hot and stuff like that. But it was, because you know, some of the stuff they told good stories for. So these people who went away, if you go and you try to say, hey man, let me show you wrestling how it is today. And when they see silly stuff, they be like, "Man, you still watch this shit? Man, get out of here with all that!" Because they follow, they wait a follow second. the story. Wait, wait a, wait a, wait. I, I don't know where you go. <clears throat> like, is the silly stuff turning them off? Because you know, pro wrestling has hundred year yeah. history of silly shit. So I don't want to hear that. I, I we got into that last silly, week. The silliness. Oh, okay. no, I ain't talking about the silliness. I'm talking about the. the how they don't keep up with the stories, how they tell you something one way. They do it. They pull a John Gruen. They tell you, well, we don't need Oh, okay, sure. You I got, got a good pass rush. Then they come back out and blatantly say, damn, man, I need to find a pass rush. <laughs> like, it throw people off. And that's what people today, the regular people are casual fans, we call them. They want the stories. Like you were talking about the Flash earlier. A lot of people were mad with the Flash, the season that you were talking about. First of all, a lot of people were mad because they didn't like that um, old girl was the leader of Team Flash, where they make no sense because, you know, a lot of guys today don't like, don't really like women and stuff wait, like that. Wait. So they hate anything that, <laughs> wait, belongs, wait a that a woman do. Wait a second. <clears throat> Almost maybe choke on almonds. You watching the CW, and you talking about women being at the forefront of things. Yep, they didn't like that she was um. um then why are you black. watching shows on the CW if you don't like women being at the forefront in the center of things and being treated very much equally, if not uh, uh, dominantly, to men in a lot of cases, and certainly like Just super like, or something yeah. like that. Or Jane the Virgin, where it's all like a women. It's a whole. It's a girl show. Like nobody. That's. <laughs> Wait. So who's old girl? They slow like you know, that. Iris. 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 Yeah. Iris West. And then like she was the leader. That was base. Okay. That was essentially in title. It's like who's the captain of the defense? Like yeah, the, the, you might have the thing in your ear to talk to the court, the defensive coordinator, or whatever, but. It's, maybe that's not the best, um, but we're still a team. I get what if you're saying. I, the, yeah. you know, the D lineman or whatever, not the captain, decides to take a play off, I can jeopardize everything. So the idea that Iris being the quote-unquote leader of Team Flash, when nothing changed, the, all the decision-making was still made as a team. She didn't get the – I guess that the, she did get the final say in some stuff, but it, it was all stuff that made sense. She didn't make – Dumb, irrational woman decisions, you know, that would get somebody mad. Like, see, this is why you don't have broads and powers of position and position powers or power positions. Um, nothing changed when they named Iris Captain of Team Flash, essentially. It's that's so dumb. And again, I go back to why would you even watch things on CW if you don't want to see women 
being in charge and doing things. Like, damn, they must hate like Lena Luther or something. Like, or just see the Supergirl yep. period. Like, that whole show is just like, I am woman, hear me roar. And I fucking like love it. And I'm wrestling. here for it. Yeah. So, anyway, go ahead. Just like they watch wrestling and talk about women um, being more sexier, but then want women to get a real chance. But when they give them a real chance and they don't be as sexy and they try to be serious, oh, man, this is, I hate it. So, you know, they just, just really, they just hate women. But, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> people get messed up. You can get more people by just telling stories. And Vince, I think today, he's stuck in the 90s and 80s, and he try to dumb stuff down, but he dumb it down. He don't really be dumbing it down. He make it look real, real stupid. And he he, he just, like I guess, like Bruce Mitchell been saying forever, it's a war on fans. And I think it's a war on intelligence because he thinks the people that watch his show is slow. And and can't pick up stuff and don't remember stuff. And he think I guess he think everybody seventy years old and don't remember what they did two days ago. Or they're, or they're ten and don't remember what they did two days ago because they're ten and everything's you know <laughs> you know they just ten year olds. Yeah, about everybody in the world. You can't say that about ten year olds. When I know. I'm being general. I'm generalizing. Five, yeah, I don't think ten year olds have the best attention span, though. Uh, I, I, I'll, st- they, I'll, st- they I'll have, stick. I'll They have them. enough. They have enough, and they and they know how to do stuff that we have time struggling with. Like if you go on, you got a PlayStation. Go on there right now, and try to play Fortnite. It's going to take you a while to pick it up, where that 10-year-old, 5-year-old, 6-year-old, they picking up, and they learning how to do stuff that you ain't even think about because they paying attention to the game more than you, and they playing it every day. And just like if they like wrestling, they watching it every day. They watching it all the time. So they pick up on stuff that we don't pick up. They pick up on the storyline quicker. Like on Fortnite, um... It was the, they used to drop the little Thanos gauntlet. And people used to try to go run and get it all the time. But, like, watching my son play and my homeboy, um, little boy, and they don't figure out how to get the um, Thanos gauntlet just like that. And where we struggling to get it and have to run through and kill people, they like, oh, all we do is just stay up in to stay up in the ship a little bit longer and stay in the air longer, and once it drops, we go right to it and we get it first and we be killing people. I'm like, I ain't never think about doing nothing like that, and that's because they pick up stuff faster than um than we, than we might do because we want to do it the old way and do it the hard way, and they still get the concept of the game and still pick up on how you play it, which will be the story of the game. But they pick it up and get in more in depth into it because kids today that coming up are more intelligent. They pick up more stuff. They learn how to use cell phones at four, three and four years old. They can use it better than most people thirty and forty. So we have to. We have I mean, to I disagree, that. but I get your. I get what you're saying. So you know. I just I noticed that because I'm around kids 
I keep my nieces. I I have my son. I be around my homeboy who got kids. And when you sit down and you really look at them and you listen to them talk, they talk about different stuff and they do, they pick up on different stuff than what we do. You got to say, kids don't go outside how we used to go outside back in the day. They'll sit in right. the house and watch YouTube and watch people put do stories and skits on YouTube and know the whole skit and can tell you if somebody copying this person or if somebody stole this skit from a person over here, and that's why yeah. we don't want to watch there because they stole it. That's picking yeah, up yeah, storylines yeah. or something. I mean, but that's like anything else, though, Drell. That's like if you were watching Ha Ha Davis and all of a sudden he doing uh, – or, or no, 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 some new guy came along and he was doing like Ha Ha Davis stuff or like, you know, similar, like the words were different and, you know. Imagine somebody came along and, and, and started doing uh, – oh, I'm out of here. He'd be like, what the fuck? This shit, number one, four years old. Number two, somebody else's. Like, fam, you can't. You know, so we 38. And, and, and you wouldn't watch him neither. And, and, and we right, and we would go, either. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to support the guy's page or channel. So just because they 10 and, and, and got little clicks too, you know what I mean? Humans are human. I mean, but I, I'm just saying I mean that kids are smart and all that. I don't want to make, make it seem like I think kids are idiots, but damn. Give some grown-up. Give us some It's no difference. It's no difference in between us, but they tell us. Vince try to tell us, well, we try to get the kids and stuff like that and try to make it seem like it's a difference in the reason why their stories be horrible. They try to use that as an excuse. But when we go out in everyday life, we see it as not. And that's why you don't hardly see kids stay wrestling fans longer and they don't replenish the fan base and grow the fan base. That's why every week it seems like Raw and SmackDown drop into lower and lower. Instead of gaining fans and doing more, because if you told more storylines, eventually <laughs> Look at you would have to Hold go up. away from uh, people like the Roman push Wait. and stuff like that because stories will make you do it. So this Ariel Monroe, they showed. Um, is that is that Cedric's woman and baby mom? Because they showed Cedric and yep. and. and Obviously, Cedric's daughter, because that was, I assume that was a little girl. Yeah, that was definitely a little girl. Ob- I mean, she looked like a little tiny Cedric. <laughs> so is that the mom? Is that, his, is that, is that what's happening here? Yeah, that's his wife. Nice. Because I was talking with her before I, before they cut to him and made that obvious. Like, I like her swag. She got a nice little uh, bounce to her step, and I like her hair and her whole big swole former, former, uh, Air Force person, but I'm also fucking with what's her the the the, the lucha chicks. So I like her look. I love her mask. I usually don't like like particularly care for uh, like that's not a thing that you know gets me going. Lucha masks. Yeah, but you prefer smart uh-huh. lucha mask. Oh, hers is cool. NXT uh, uh. has a riches of people. I has a riches of depth that the past few years, I know y'all were talking about that earlier, like when they left Oscar by herself and we were like how they were going to build it up and they were slow building. If you think about the next year or two, they can afford to have people taken away from them because they already have people in debt in line and they're just itching to start getting on the main show. 
they woman depth is incredible. That and they got some women that ain't even made it on TV yet. They just right. premiering on on the May Young Classic, and probably still won't premiere. After yeah, the Perazzo chick. She's doing both. The Perazzo, she's uh, in a match next in a tag match with Dakota Kai next week against um, the Pinup and um, this is a sloppy match. The Pinup and uh, racist McTwee face Aaliyah. So they got her on TV, and I think they did this. Uh, in one of the other tournaments, too. I don't know if it was the Cruiserweight Classic or last year's May Young, but they had somebody. I don't think it was while the tournament was happening, mainly because they didn't stretch out. If it was May Young's, they didn't stretch it out. They dumped it, you know, within three weeks and or two weeks or whatever. That makes me actually this, want to actually this. Yeah. Would would the main roster be more entertaining if they cut out the skits, kept the mat, gave you a little more matches, and only one or two skits outside of the ring that they could when you say consider skits, entertaining? Uh, like like with the po- with like with the police officers, the staring down the okay. police officers, all that silliness, the stunts and stuff like that. Would, um, would the main roster be more entertaining? I say just do the non-wrestling stuff, the backstage stuff, the various skit-type vignettes and stuff. Just do that better because there's a need in for it. I don't, I don't think they overdo it. But, you know, um, I mean, I don't think that's their problem right now. I don't think – I don't think uh, – too much backstage stuff is their issue, or, or it's it's just doing it's just having a cohesive thing that lasts that's three hours of you know again it always comes back to shit's three goddamn hours. Yeah, because I, I was just wondering, you know, like could Rasmus draw fans without being so so called sports entertainment? Um, cut silly promos that don't make sense. That contradict what you the stories that you're telling, and just go out there. If you go cut a promo, tell me why you want to win. This your goals, and up in the wrestle, and boom, that's it. I mean, I know sometimes um, you might cut silly promos once a month, maybe. See again, I don't think it's. I don't think the answer is to. Do less or more of one particular thing. Less less skits, less vignettes, more matches, or le- whatever the, your ratio is. I think it's to do things better and to pay attention uh, to to the to to the details. Because again, my issue isn't uh, another like Raw was heavy with um, video packages, but not necessarily like silly vignettes or backstage silly stuff or overly nonsense talking segments or whatever. It was it was uh, video packages because they're selling the pay-per-view and they got a lot of time to fit. Wow! Not who I... Wow! Her name is 
Zuzix? Probably don't pronounce that X. The Lucidor lady, she won. Yeah, she won with a with a top row Spanish fly that I was holding my breath for because this match has not been the smoothest uh, smoothest match. Cedric's wife looks green, and this Lucidor lady got that Carmella shit where she don't want to get hit in the face, <laughs> and she was making all her all all Cedric's wife's offense look like trash. Because she kept bailing out early so she wouldn't get hit. So, interesting. Mm. And that also so. could be a connection with them never wrestling each other before. Oh, was the baby also. crying? Was the baby... <laughs> I gotta rewind it! I need to see that. <laughs> let me see, let me see, let me see. Yes, she is. Why they bring that baby? Smarting up the baby. Smarting up the baby. That's gotta imagine that though. Imagine growing up and both your. I mean, imagine she hits. Imagine if uh, Ariel Monroe hits and and I mean in any any way. I mean, even if she just kept being a wrestler at the indie level. Imagine both your parents are pro wrestlers from the time that you're a, you know, a kid, baby, baby. That's, uh, that's interesting. Well, we yeah, Raina Gonzalez. Like, um, like, um, the Rock's daughter, and she, she might be able to make a break and go straight to the performance center. Because the rock daughter is doing part-time. She's doing part-time training. She ain't full-time training. Okay. Because of her age. But it's part-time. Oh, yeah, you know, damn. She do she's all 17. that other stuff. Yeah. And, you know, she do all that other stuff that he got her into, like with the award shows and stuff like that. So. Like, what's, what's that mean? Why? You know, she help out with red carpet stuff, um, presenting and interviewing. So she was off. Kind of known in, in that world, in the movies and stuff like that, the glam and life. Oh, so man. I see why WWE would want her already and start training her because she'll potential already a crossover star. Right, right. Just by bring just over by, more women. You are absolutely, absolutely. So okay, so here I am getting excited about Reina Gonzalez, right? Because I mm-hmm. fucks with Reina Gonzalez. Y'all know me if y'all read my shit, my article, my column last year, or read my damn tweet from last week that uh, Vanessa Craven liked. Like, I like the big women wrestlers. Like, I have a bias against the small, like, you know, like, I want more Bianca Belairs and Piper Nivens and, 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 and even uh, Kavita DeVee. More than you know, Candice LeRae's and well, more you know, women, more different body type women. Not just different. I just want a different. Look, look. I, see, my thing is, I don't really want different. I want different, like big. I want. I don't. I'm, I don't. I have a. I just don't like the dainty little whatever. 
So here comes Raina Gonzalez. They're doing the video package for her and showing her last year. Like, you know, I was, she looked, she went out in the first round last year and she's a monster. She got that Vanessa Craven thing. You know, she's six foot, six, two, something like that. You know, 200 pounds in there with the rest of these women. She just looks like a beast. And guess who she's, she drew, uh, in the first round, her first round, whatever. Who, who? Because I, I fucking don't remember. Katzenzaro, the Katzenzaro, the Ninja Warrior woman. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, look, you already know that's an L. <laughs> look, she climbed up the the post like fucking Spider Man. Like she didn't take the stairs. She didn't go up the ring steps. She climbed up like she grabbed the ring post. And she put her pl- the flat of her foot on the ring post and went all the way to the top like that. It's, it's fucking amazing. But she got to lose to this fucking little motherfucker, man. That's what I'm saying. Raina Gonzalez smash her into the into the canvas. But I do. You, you know, I, I didn't expect the Lucha, Lucha Lady to win, but they're not gonna have. Uh, uh, Casey Catanzano go out in the first round. She is like, I don't want to say she's money because she's, you know, but she's talk about crossover stars. She's already, she's got that build. Look at this difference. Oh my God. Look at this. It's a child. I I watch smut scenes like this where the Big chick and then the little tiny one, and she just dominates that little motherfucker. <laughs> like, come on, but Cat's going. Casey's going to win. Watch, watch. <sighs> this is bullshit. So before that, oh my god. Now see, I'm a person. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> see, I'm a person who don't believe. I always believe the bigger the, the bigger person. Me I neither. Because I've I, seen look, plenty. It's different. It's different. But with I understand men. what you're I'm saying. Sorry. It's different with men. If this was Ray and he was going up in, in, against guys and when AJ had that match against Lesnar, that's credible. I'm not doubting. I'm not looking at it. Hey, look at his AJ style 200. Whoa! Oh, my God. Casey, she did a full – oh, my God, this woman. She did a full handstand on the top rope. She jumped from the apron. She was on the outside. She, she did a handstand – Turned around and turned that into a a, a hurricane rana. Oh my god! See now, now see that would make you buy into her winning. When she, oh my yeah! When she I mean, used she, her skills, she, she, she did a move that they do like on the parallel, on the high bar, on the high bars, on the uneven bars, like Olympic, like gymnast shit. That was wow. But that, that was amazing. Like craft, she just started wrestling. She just started wrestling a training this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to be a wrestler. She ain't even a full year. <laughs> Another that reason why Raina is obviously to squash her like a fucking bug. But in the meantime, she's impressing the shit out of me. But I get what you're saying. It's a difference. Yeah. I see if they had her against somebody else. And that lady and, and Raina against somebody like, if it's going to be somebody Ooh. small, it got to be somebody credible. Like a Io Sheree, Sheree, yeah. my bad. I mess yeah, up her yeah. name all the time. Now, if it was, she was against somebody like her, and now you can believe, like, okay, well, that's a veteran right there. She might be smaller, but she a vet, and I can believe her losing to her. Right. But just having somebody small and new, less, 
she doing what she doing right now is showing you and impressing you with her first match and showing you, well, this is why I can be somebody different. Oh my God, she just flipped her. It is. I mean, she is going places because she can sell. She can clearly make people. She's making Reina Gonzalez look like again. It's hard not to look like a beast when you're, you know, six foot and then you're in there with somebody four damn ten, you know, one hundred two pounds. But but she can sell her ass off and 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 make people look like a million bucks, and that's. Damn worthy. Yeah, she, she kicks a, out she of this. She's kicking out of all the power she Oh, she's just, she's, yeah. She's, I, look, when I first saw her, when they said she's getting in, I was like, oh, this is going to work. I, I was totally for it. Uh, little, I was just like, just looking at her. Like, she's money. She's already got that audience. She's a, so likable. There was, you know, I mean, there's a reason everybody in the goddamn country was behind her two years ago or whatever when she did, the, when she won Ninja Warrior. Um, See, I remember her longer than that. I remember her longer than that. I remember her on the original um, Ninja Warrior that was taped from Japan, and she used to be on that show with well, the men, which was way harder than what you have right. over here. But and she didn't was she to play? See, I, okay. And do you remember why she lost? Because you know they were a little bit harder in some of this stuff. No, 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 no. It's harder for the women. And then to do it. It had nothing to do with the the hard. I, I guess it technically did. It was literally the dimensions. There's the 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 yeah. the, the the move, the part of the course where you put, you basically do your wingspan, right? But you do your wingspan with your feet and your hands, and you got to scooch up. Yeah, like, she couldn't get past scooch that. Up. She she literally couldn't. She would reach out and couldn't touch the damn wall. It was, and it wasn't like it was they had it on an automatic thing where they could go, okay, let's, 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 let's go. She literally couldn't. It's not because she wasn't strong enough or she wasn't. She literally just wasn't. It was just, you must be this tall to ride the this ride. Was crazy. And there she go. She won. Yeah, the dimensions were crazy. And plus, she had to bounce into it. Because remember, they made you jump into a bouncer, a bounce, like a trampoline, and then you had to bounce it. Your your hands and feet on both sides of the wall, and she couldn't make it. And hold your. I mean, she up. could bounce, yeah. but she couldn't catch herself because her feet and hands couldn't make it. Her wingspan was too short, and it was bullshit. But she eventually passed that portion of it and made it out of that round. But no, she took that away. Lost. What do you mean? She that was it. I'm talking about a year, a couple of years. Oh, later, maybe in the next one she, she passed way around the yeah. They maybe did something. I don't because know, they took yeah. that section out. They took that section out. They put ropes there where you had to bounce into and grab ropes and then swing across. This was a really good match with a really good, believable finish. It ended I with like a modified. She's a, a big money baby face in NXT, but I can't say it's hard to predict. And on the main roster because she is small, and and is, if Vince see her that type of way, and will he make her credible, or will he dumb her down like Bailey and, and make her seem super like a babyface who's afraid to hit or fight or defend themselves because they don't want to hurt nobody, <laughs> and they just kill her. 
then get mad if she don't if her reaction starts going down because you don't kill they you don't kill their character a la um, the revival and B team they get punished for something it wasn't their fault. You can't get a reaction if you're not treated if you've been been not being treated serious. Now all of a sudden you want people to be treated serious, and then when they finally go to a bigger town, well you know those fans sometimes be preached and they don't get in the reaction that you want, and now they're fighting so hard for the reaction because how you damage them. <laughs> That's how I see she could be if she go to the main roster. But she's money for NXT, though. He's super money. Yeah, uh, real quick, Sean says I have a Vince-like body fetish after I just talked about Piper Niven and <laughs> and uh, Kavita DeVee and Raina Gonzalez. Decent. Right, I mean, Piper Nippy. <laughs> but it's, it's just, but I, I get what he's saying. But it certainly ain't a muscly thing. Like, I don't want them all to look like Bianca Belair. Like, no, 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 no. Bianca fits the mold because she looks like an athlete and she ain't going to let somebody like, push her around. She looks like she could physically uh, uh, do some things. Um, Piper Niven, same, but obviously in different ways. They, and they look aesthetically very, very different you know, tall, slender, and muscular to, you know, short and round and fat. Uh, but, you know, yeah. So I want all all types. Kavita DeVee, what is she, six damn three? You know, just a big, giant, great Kali type, you know, uh, Indian woman. And, uh, yeah, yep. I, I will Kali grant Kali you that. I, yeah, I don't like the tiny ones, but, damn, Casey Katz and Kanzaro made me a fan. Like, oh, here come this beautiful people chick. Wow. She was the worst one in the beautiful people too. Why is she she still wrestling? She got better over the years. She got better over right. the years. Right. Well yeah, last time I saw her was like almost ten damn years ago, so I would hope I would hope so. And they had a good interview with her on on dot com and on um Xavier Woods, uh up up down down. Oh, okay. So she's very intriguing. Just like um Zelina, um you was um, telling the breaking news, and you were talking about how she know the rock. With um, they had um, video on that on the WWE um, YouTube um, page, and she talked about how her father was the reason why she um, became a wrestler because he was um, he was in the World um, Trade Center towers. Yeah, I saw her. Uh, so he Instagram, lost his life uh, that day. Thing. Yep. Yeah. And she talked about how he, he took rap, wrestling serious. So when she got older, she wanted to be even more be a wrestler just because, you know, she she lost him and stuff like that. And that was real touching. She said when she met um The Rock, or she called him Dwayne. <laughs> when she met him, she told her him that he was his um he was his her father's favorite wrestler. And he said, and she said, when he said his name, that just made her day. You know, just was the best moment of her life. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So, all right, all right, let's get the hell out of here. It's twenty minutes to nine. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, man. How do I go 
from, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to wrap this show up as soon as possible. Ain't nobody on the air. Cam's gone, you know, to, of course, three hours later. Uh, oh, shit. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Get out of here, Darrell. I'll talk to you later. This can't be true. It can't be. 845, you are live on air. What up? Wait, you're 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 really low. Did Trump what? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, eight four five, you're killing me. Did you call in just to tease me? Oh, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he hit one by accident. I think this has happened before. He's done stuff like this before. Just to just to keep see. See, you know what, Huntington Valley. Stick it, brother. Oh, she's facing uh, Martinez? Mercedes? Oh, man. Sorry, little beautiful person. See, again, immediately I go, look at this little motherfucker. And I I look at Mercedes Martinez with the broad shoulders and the, you know, the height. And the, you know, and and the thick legs and just, yeah. Toss her around. She's a beautiful person. She don't have no business in this ring. Send her back to TNA, 2008. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate everybody's uh, time and energy. Um, I'm stuck on 845 now. I got hyped for a second. So, yeah, appreciate y'all. Um, I assume and I hope Cameron will be back next week join us for the uh, live show uh, so VIP folks click over Rich and I will be by for another hour plus of uh, additional content he's hype about the latest Infinity War comic book that showed Gamora aka Requiem with all the Infinity Stones it was a ridiculous panel that I, I only got to glance at but it looked look crazy, and I'm sure he'll want to talk about that. And I'm definitely going to want him to fill me in on what's happening over there. So we'll talk about that and uh, whatever else is going on um, that he wants to talk about. We'll see what's on his mind. Um, yeah, free folks. We'll uh, get at y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Did I feel like I'm forgetting something. But, no, I think that's it. So, yeah, I'm Travis Bryant, and uh, I'm out.